this first one, I fucking dude. So I saw the head title. The title is for listeners: Twitch sued for twenty-five million dollars over suggestive quote-unquote streamers Alinity, Pokimane, and more. So I read it and I was like, "All right, what the fuck did Twitch do now?" Because that's just how I am. I thought this was an Onion article about a fourth of the way through. So basically, what it is is there's this guy. His name is Eric Estavilo. 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 Uh. That to the <laughs> I can't even fucking finish it because I'm laughing <laughs> like I'm already starting to every I look at the list of what he's got. We have the actual what is it like the legal transcript of the the the, the submission the actual paperwork. Yeah, his complaint. The it's not really a deposition because any formal legalities hasn't begun. This is just like the first step. Um, right. It's it, it is a trip to read. Uh, pretty much this guy, um, and I'll, I'll get into it because I do want to read some of the things that are on this, uh, yeah. this submission, but, um, I want to press if it, everything we're about to say is we're not making fun of this guy for anything, any of these diseases that he has. Okay. We can't <laughs> like we can, but we can't, I, I actually listen. I am not hitting him on that. No. Okay. That I mean, yes, I'm we're not. hitting him for his actions. <laughs> uh, let's let's just talk about Let, it. Pro, then, proceed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so fucking uh, Eric, buddy, bro, submitted this here. Uh, I don't know, like serving papers type shit. No, it's not really serving papers. It's pretty much he's sending this to the court with the intention to sue. Uh, Amazon and Twitch and the introduction statement of facts is as follows. Mm. The plaintiff, who is Eric Estavillo, uh, has been a trip Twitch Prime member and Turbo subscriber for years now, whom also suffers from depression, OCD, panic disorder, agro- uh, agoraphobia, and Crohn's disease. And because of these ladies, he heavily relies on the internet for all of his entertainment. Uh, and due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many people have had to stay home for entertainment and are quarantining themselves, including the particularly vulnerable children. I do want to also point out here, this does not look like it's been written by a lawyer. I don't think that he's no. had help with a, by a lawyer. I think he wrote this motherfucker himself. <laughs> I agree with you, but I keep, I'm sorry. I'm losing my shit because <laughs> you said m'ladies. <laughs> It's maladies, <laughs> but now all I can think of is you going m'lady with the hat, <laughs> and I'm literally over here. You were, I, I was like, I'm not going to interrupt him because the information he's saying is very important. But I'm crying now, <laughs> like I have tears in my eyes because I'm trying to hold it back. Bro, I said that, and I, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I don't think I said that right. <laughs> like, holy shit, you went m'lady. I went, <laughs> dude. I let a lot of the shit slide because I have, I have proven. Reading from a script is pretty rough sometimes on the first try, but that one, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this totally looks like he just... He wrote this in So, film. he has a history of this as well, so yes. I wouldn't put him past it. From the, He has sued Microsoft, Nintendo, the big three, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, uh, Blizzard. Uh, this guy, I mean, when you look at it, you, we should love this guy, but <laughs> we don't at all. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, as for the plaintiff, he only leaves his house for inflector infusions, 
which is something to assist with rheumatoid arthritis or Crohn's disease in this case, the latter. Um, otherwise, he's always on the computer, constantly using and watching Twitch. Mr. Estevilo suffers from sex addiction. <laughs> That's why I lost it. That's where I fucking lost it in this. Uh, Holy due shit. to his OCD that makes him obsessed with sex and compulsions, Twitch has okay. extremely exacerbated his condition by displaying many sexually uh, sexually suggestive women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming and netcode. That's not the right term, but okay, bud. It's not. Also, he wrote twisted uh, pro or twisted whatever it was that illegal. A legal person wouldn't put that in there because it sounds biased. Uh, making it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual suggestive content. There why is it, Chris? Why is he always doing this? It's because he's coming all the time. That's why. <laughs> it's like that. No, is I'm it sorry. That one okay. episode from South Park where he's, I think, Stan's dad is just constantly emptying his balls. The everywhere. huge balls, and he just like starts bouncing. I don't think it's, it was. That I'm one. not making. I'm not making fun of anybody with sex addiction. I'm not making fun of any. It's just the audacity. Like, I want to start off by saying I have gone on record saying that it is harder for guys to be streamers on Twitch sometimes. Yes. It just is. You got to have some kind of gimmick like Dr. Disrespect or you got to have you got to be super, super good at something or something like that. It's just and I and I'm fine with it. I'm perfectly fine with it because I mean, look at the rest of the world. Men have it pretty good in the world. Like we can let this one slide. But this guy coming out saying that because of the things they wear and all that, like they can wear whatever the fuck they want as long as they're in with terms of use of Twitch. Like it seems like he's just. Ex He's got problems that he doesn't want to work on, and he's blaming Twitch for it. Yes. It's... <sighs> I, I want to continue. Go ahead. <laughs> I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> uh, there is no way for the plaintiff to filter streams he'd like to watch based on gender, male or female. Therefore, the plaintiff has to choose a game or category with thumbnails showing the scantily clad women alongside men. And being the only streaming channels available to him. He cannot filter out the women on the site. No viewer can. Twitch does not have a gender filter or preference for a viewer to choose to only watch men or women. Therefore, Mr. Estevilo is exposed to all genders while searching for any type of stream. In addition, Twitch also takes advantage of the plaintiff and many other sexually addicted viewers by allowing them to subscribe, donate, or pay bits to these women streamers who are only streaming with the sole purpose of taking advantage of such disadvantaged individuals who just want to watch a video game stream through Twitch. Jesus, the, the sentence continues, but are enticed <laughs> to spend money on these women for attention and sexual innuendo. The streamers, Jesus, may do when donate. That's what it says. Oh, in the in the I'm I'm looking at the the news article. Are you reading I'm, verbatim I'm, from this? Yes, I'm reading the actual fucking submission that he sent to the oh. to the California Court of. He needs to get someone legally to take a look at this. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, no. Uh, I.e., blow a kiss to the camera and make sexual ASMR noise to entice the sexually addicted viewer to donate more. 
Uh, Twitch uses this immediate gratification reward system against their sexually addicted viewers. No different than how a casino would or how the website chat roulette. Uh, Chatterbait. Chatterbait. I always thought. Why did like, he capitalize casino? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like the god casino. Like <laughs> Twitch doesn't care as they should and is explicitly written by their own lawyers on their own TOS shown below. And then he goes into uh, the fact that if you are under the age of 18 but above the age of 13, you need a parent's permission to be on Twitch. If you're under the age of 13, you don't belong there. Uh, embedded media. That's because such... we say fuck. Yeah. Uh, embedded media such as, you know, nudity or pornography is prohibited. User-generated sexual in-game content. You can't have porn games playing. Uh, you know where all of this, you can have it, and you have to be over 18? Pornhub. Pornhub. We're just going to go stream on Pornhub. Like... <laughs> uh, I'm going to out you right now. You've been wanting to do that for years. So. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And I just... All I want to do is play video games. That's it. That's it. Well, they're just like... Get one person that's like, show us your tit, and you just like lift up a shirt for a second, <laughs> and you just put it back down. All right, well, this is Marvel Spider-Man, so let's go. <laughs> Uh, other content that's, you know, you're not supposed to do on Twitch is content or camera focus on breasts, buttocks, or pelvic region, including, including poses that deliberately highlight these elements, groping or explicit gestures directed towards breasts, buttocks, and genitals, fetishizing behavior or activities such as focusing on body parts for sexual gratification or erotic role play, so on and so forth. Uh, and then he goes and lists uh, a number of Twitch streamers that has. Oh been... yeah, L yeah. I know. I know. I'm aware of some of these. Mm -hmm. Um, we got what is that? Amaranth. Uh, she's pretty. Yeah, she, they've been. She, yeah, she's been in the in the <laughs> hot seat late or recently. I don't know if she ever got unbanned. I think she she must have gotten unbanned if he's still talking about her channel. Pokemane's um, on here. I don't. I think I might know Christy Pride. I'm not sure. Jade the Jaguar. Uh, I mean, she's. Uh, I she's forgot. Not... We went over a part. It said in the in the article. It says Estavilo, who is following 786 female streamers and zero male streamers, according to the complaint. You know, at what point you got to sit there and be like, bro, that's a choice. Like maybe this is me. Like maybe I'm the asshole. I've sat. <laughs> I've had that conversation with myself many times. What really bothers me is that, and this is just from my times taking a few times to watch her, he lists Sasha Gray, who is a legitimate porn star, but she yeah. literally just play video games. Like she, Where are you seeing Sasha Gray? Sasha Gray's, uh, she's either, I know that she's in the disposition. She's at the end. There she is. Oh, she's, I don't think she's on the article. Whoa! Okay, <laughs> I, I I did not see the disposition, so I didn't see these pictures. So, <laughs> but here's here's my thing. Like, but who cares? A lot of these a lot of these fucking photos are like, yeah, you could see, you know, fucking what's her name, loser fruit. She's making out with a chick on stream. You could argue, you can make an argument for that shit. But at the at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. Like, bro, I I. You you obviously you have you've stated that you have a sex addiction problem. Like this is something you need to work on. This is not something that you can sit here and blame these people about. Like 
if Twitch ain't doing nothing about it, like, and I mean, nowhere does it say you can't kiss somebody on stream. I kiss my wife on stream. Am I going to get in trouble for that? I think it's a it's a dual thing. Like, yeah, if if it says in the TOS that you're not supposed to be doing sexually explicit stuff, then maybe that's something that Twitch needs to explore. But uh, I mean, there's I'm a difference also... between a peck a peck of like a kiss for good night, and then I guess like fucking full fledged making out. Like, I guess that's a difference, but still, I don't know. At the at the same time, I'm sitting here saying like I don't fucking care. Like, cause I I like hot women. I would watch hot women. If if a... this was this person's first time submitting one of these, but knowing they have a track record of suing multiple big companies like this, I don't take it at face value. My my whole issue really comes down to this. I, I don't give a shit about the lawsuit, as I said. This sounds like the same lawsuit of the of the I don't remember who it was, but the individual that sued McDonald's because they had an addiction to their food. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the coffee lady. Oh, no, no, uh, no. The coffee lady, that was, like, really muddled. There was a lot of things that ended up going on with that. Um, a lot of false accusations and shit like that. But yeah, to sue... That's the... But, like... That was the result of the movie Super Size Me, right? Like, yes. that, that... That that Super Size... Yeah. Like, of course, if you're going to eat McDonald's three times a day, every day... Yeah. Like if you, I understand. There's people. There are people out there, and I'm. I, I mean, I'm weak willed when it comes to certain things, especially when it comes to food. It is hard. Like I've fallen off my diet super fucking hardcore. Because let's be honest, food tastes fucking good, but I also know that I need to like pull back. But I guess some people just don't have that. I, I, I'm speaking from somebody with, I, I guess you could say, a significant porn issue. Like, and I don't have an issue, like, saying that. It should be obvious by the time, if you've been listening to us for the last year. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a little horny. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't ever, like... I don't ever want you to say that to me again. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the podcast, though, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to get past iTunes, though. <laughs> um, no, I, I just... If, if there's a... If I have a choice between either this... Or Pornhub. I'm going to go to Pornhub. Well, yeah, you want the better thing. Obviously, like, the only the only bottom line, the last note, the final note is, we need to get streaming on Pornhub. That's just it. We're going to start it. We need to start streaming on As Pornhub. As of today, Scrub First <laughs> will officially be streaming on Pornhub. Do they even have a stream service? Like, I think so. Are you able just to go on Pornhub and like start streaming if you want to let me check i i know there's like live cams I, I mean i don't know if there's live cams and stuff but i know uh hmm. <laughs> i don't like that i know that you're looking at pornhub right now <laughs> i'll send them an email there has to be something like yo can i you said that so professionally <laughs> i don't know i'll send them an email though <laughs> Um, there's gotta be something. <laughs> I mean, I guess you just set, cause you can set up an account and I, I think you can do live streams through the account and it's just like, Hey, uh, I know OBS doesn't have a authenticator code through Pornhub. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Maybe I just have to make the videos and then post them on afterwards. Maybe that's the right way to go. Or buy a third party program where it just records whatever you have on your desktop. Yeah. 
some shit like that. Anyway, streaming, um, I'd be the ninja of Pornhub. <laughs> me first. Um, yeah, that's that's what's going on with the lawsuit. And then that's the funny one. Out of fucking nowhere, like either a Friday. day or two ago, Friday. It was uh, Friday, yeah. Doctor Disrespect has been banned from Twitch. Uh, Doctor Disrespect was being propped up to be the poster boy of Twitch after Ninja and Shroud left, uh, signing a multi-million dollar, multi-year million well, dollar uh, yeah. agreement. Like it was, it was nuts. It was crazy. And uh, he like had, he was in mix of like some kind of a, sh- a TV show he was going to be on. Yep. And then all of a sudden, um. I think it was like Friday, Thursday night or Friday morning, Friday night, whatever it was. Fucking he released a stream where he is like obviously very distressed. And he kept on saying like, we're going to push through this. We're going to push through this. Uh, everything. Well, Go ahead. He Throughout that entire stream, there's uh, there's a transcript in the comments of this tweet that's showing his last 40 seconds of his stream. I don't know how accurate this tweet is, but I do know at some point that he got a text message that his demeanor completely changed during the stream. That's when he started being like, we're going to get through this champions and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I think at one point his wife came in and said something to him. He muted the stream and then said something to her. And then in the last 40 seconds, it's a little, I'm not going to say disturbing, but it's a little concerning that last 40 seconds because he's talking about we're going to get through this. And then at one point he's stuttering like he can't. I mean, let's be honest. Dr. Disrespect's in front of a camera every day. He can talk to fucking people. Yeah. For someone to get that shaken is a little concerning. And we kind of thought about it. We talked about it a little bit before the podcast. We really think it should. it's something criminal is what it is. Something along the lines. At first, people were talking about that it was like maybe they're going into when he cheated on his wife. No way. A a big company. This isn't evil geniuses. A big company like Amazon and Twitch doesn't give a fuck who you're fucking. No. And his wife has come out and said in the midst of all this that she fully supports him and is behind him and all that shit, too. So I am going to go on a limb. And I think this is drug related. You think it's drug? I think it's drug related. If his wife is behind him, I guess it can't be sexual stuff. Yeah, so th- and that's what I'm saying. Like, if his wife is behind him, um, I don't think it w- had anything to do with a minor because it would have been it would have been just as easy for him to come out and say, you know, kind of like the situation that happened with Angry Joe this week, uh, how someone accused him of assaulting them, and he was just like, "No, I didn't," and I'm going to pursue legal action and blah 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 blah. For the cops to show up and arrest him. Like, the only things I can really think of is, like, murder or Drugs. a drug-related incident. And I think that it's more the latter than the former. Because I – look at him. I don't think he's he's man enough to fucking kill somebody. As bad as that sounds, I don't think he's man enough to fucking kill somebody. I mean, you're also somebody. a Marine, too, so I guess you kind of get to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like – I honestly think that this was some sort of like big criminal legal bullshit. I think it's drug, the I think it's that money laundering. I think it's something along those mm-hmm. lines. And the reason that we're even bringing up and uh, well, not bringing up, but the reason that we're uh, speculating is because there's we don't fucking know at the time of this recording. We don't know. Yep. 
the most recent information was that his wife is behind him and supports him. That's the most recent information that I've seen. Yep. A bit of an update on the Dr. Disrespect story. Uh, he has responded on Twitter saying that he does not know what the reason for his ban was. No information has really come out. Um, so who knows? Who the fuck knows? So, but it, I'm not saying it's disturbing because I've seen some disturbing shit because I've been on the internet since I was like 12 years old, but it is a little scary to see someone break that quickly. Somebody like him. Yeah. This is, this is someone whose name is Dr. Disrespect. This is about the character. This is about like the persona that he's been pushing for the last, I don't know how many fucking years he's been doing the shit. And he breaks it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like it, it is out of the ordinary. So there's there's that there's fucking twitch yeah and more twitch news later twitch. <laughs> there's so much but there's the, so much shit going on this, this is week. this is the front loading part of it yeah <coughs> this is it's it's crazy man uh i'm just trying to i'm done yeah i'm done i can just sit here and talk uh, about yeah i have no transition for that none so. yeah I yeah, Sorry. I don't either. Uh, uh, let's let's move on. Let's hit weeks. Um, sure. Something that we both did. I think more me than you because I think you came in late to it. Uh, the New Game Plus Expo was this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, New Game Plus Expo. I have actually never heard of it. I found out last minute through Chris Powell. So, I mean, we started watching it. Inside Gaming was streaming it. Fucking everyone else was fucking streaming it. I was watching Max's, yeah. Uh, it was, to me, it was cool because that shows a lot of, a lot more of like the Japanese stuff that's coming out. Um, which, I mean, if I'm going to watch anything Japanese, it has to be related to fighting games or RPGs. And I got my fill of both. So, like, the first thing that caught my eye. And I saw this before, but I think it's either getting closer to release or it's coming out on the PC. Fight Crab. I think that's the Fight name crab. of it. Yeah, Fight Crab. It is like those two giant fucking crabs or lobsters. Yeah, and they yeah, bring yeah, knives yeah, yeah. and guns and shit like that. It looks so fucking dumb. I want it. And it's it's like like the the one that I'm just seeing. Like the dude had the one crab had like the the, the lightsabers. And the other guy has the fans, and he's blocking them and shit. This one just took Molnir and just threw the hammer at the fucking lobster. It's great. Here They're fighting at the kitchen table. They're fighting with sake bottles. I love it. I didn't watch. I didn't catch the beginning of this, but I didn't know. I didn't see. I, saw, I forgot about the Harvest Moon game coming out. Yes, I did briefly see that. Fall 2020. I uh, yes. Sorry, you are very excited for that. I'm happy for I'm you. Trying to find the. I'll pull up the, this fight. He's got thing. fucking chains. He's fight with chains. He's got an M16. Uh oh yeah, we've seen a teaser of this from something <laughs> from mm -hmm. back in the day. I don't remember. If, I don't stupid. That's the Darth Maul lightsaber. <laughs> Someone's getting sued. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember oh, he does if just he was... Throw... Oh, he's got drills! <laughs> yeah! It's stupid! All right, I'm back. I'm in. I'm in now. It's stupid. This is like the perfect game to play during a Thursday night throwdown, bro. Oh, my God. Um, this is the game where when when I used to live with my buddies and before COVID, this is the shit we would just get drunk and play games like this. Yes! That's what I... He's throwing the fucking lights. He's got a chainsaw and the other one's got a fish. 
they look like they're doing Kamehameha waves. <laughs> One's got a nuke. The lobster's got a nuke. Uh, no, that wasn't a nuke. That was like a uh, an air or a, some kind of space engine. Oh, it's out on Zarkin. early access. I need this if now. This is, if this comes out on PC, then it's it's out on it's, it's coming out on PC. Well, it's gonna definitely be parsecable. It its planned release is thirty July twenty twenty. Wow, uh, I'm wish listing this right now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's what you got to do is wish list sit, wish list list shit. Oh God, the UI for this Harvest Moonlit game looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> Does that dash your your dreams? Mm, it doesn't look great. <laughs> it looks like a mobile game. <laughs> I'll still play it. They they fucking merged round cows and real cows. They made some fucking slide against God abomination. Whatever. Seen. There's a volcano in the background. It's probably gonna blow up and kill everybody. <laughs> uh, new Samurai Showdown DLC. That was unfortunately pretty dope. Yeah, I, it looks awesome, but it's the same guys that did the uh, the Street Fighter 30th anniversary, and apparently they botched the netcode again. They botched the online. So I'm not talking about Samurai Showdown 5 Perfect, but okay, because I was really yeah, excited that... about that too, and now you're making me upset. Well, the, the, I mean, so was Max. Max was super excited, and then people in the chat were like, yep, it's from those creators, and... They did not fix the online. It's still shit. <sighs> Max was like literally upset. He's like, I don't understand a company that has that did this before if th that they would let it happen again. It's bullshit. That's really unfortunate. Look, man, I just bring the the facts. So <laughs> Hamster Corporation. Fuck you guys. Yeah, there was a lot of like bloatware in this uh this thing. Yeah, like I'm I'm only talking about like six or seven games, and really not even because some of them are just reveals. Like for example, the Samurai Showdown for the Samurai Showdown DLC for Warden, which is the crossover between Samurai Showdown and For Honor, which For Honor of all fucking games gets a crossover in a fighting game. I mean, I guess that makes sense because of the era. Yeah, no, the era it makes sense with the era and it I think it's cool, but I just I wouldn't expect it from For Honor. You know what I mean? Cuz For like, Honor why is Why wouldn't like, you pick someone from like you could pick a Dark Souls character and would fit in the in that like The For Honor guy looks like he could be in Dark Souls. I think they're going for the more historical take on things with uh the introduction of Oh yeah, cuz Sam shows real historically accurate. <laughs> Okay, maybe not with, like, the spectacles and the flaming swords and how Maru, like, spinning three times in the air. But, like, I'm saying, like, name somebody that existed from Dark Souls. I'm saying that people that characters That's in a that really game... bad analogy because nobody lived in the world of Samurai Showdown. In this world. Or Dark Souls. Or Dark Souls. <laughs> just, just throw it out. Just throw the analogy out. It didn't work. It, it was bad. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's it's weird. I guess For Honor is still a thing. I, there's a lot of people that play For Honor. Like I know a lot it's of people that play For Honor. I never. It, it's it's got a really good <coughs> premise, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm just not a fan. Like it goes from like third person action to two D, two point five D fighting, and it's. 
it reminds me a bit more of like just aesthetic and not aesthetic, but like combat wise, it reminds me a lot more of like Bushido Blade, a little bit. Yeah, like I haven't yeah. I haven't played too much of it. I I just suck at the game, and I've seen other gameplay of it, and I'm just like, eh, that's weird. It's, it's okay. It's cool, I guess. Sure. Uh, Bloodstained Two: Curse of the Moon. Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon Two. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Uh, that shit looks fucking dope. You get to play it as a train. He's Wait, a train. Are you talking about the the corgi in the suit? Is it a corgi in the suit? I thought it was legit, like some sort of steampunk bullshit. No, it's a corgi in a suit. It says it in the trailer. I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying to get through because I got the whole thing pulled up. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the the SNK stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, because you had the main character from the first game. Yep, you got uh, none of, none of the you, other three characters. You get Dominique, you who got... is a a priest. <coughs> He's his third. A character. priest with a javelin. You got Robert, and then yeah. you got Hachi, and Hachi is a train. No. Yes, it's I'm not. looking, bro. I'm looking at the fucking trailer. Show me this. Show it. Go back to fucking a minute and 30. Look at this trailer. Tell me that's not a train. Oh, my God. It's it's a corgi. Oh, he's he's Robert's the marksman. That's right. It, it's a dog. I didn't realize that. It's a corgi. He says it in the trailer. Yeah, Hachi. Isn't that a play on the dog? The story Hachi the dog? Hachi the I dog. Must... Yeah, Hach- Hachiko was the name of the actual dog. Never mind. Okay, I obviously okay, did not it, have right, the volume. So the high mech enough. looks, the mech looks, the mech, the front, the mech looks like the front of a train. I'll give you that. I will give you that. But it's a mech that is being piloted by a corgi because the... apparently that's a thing that people love in games now is an animal controlling like some kind of like they did it in Overwatch. They've done it in uh, Wild Guns, the second one. I mean, every uh, single badnik in Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, are they piloting it or are they just more like it. the core? They're piloting it. I don't it. believe that. I need some fucking hardcore lore back on that <laughs> is what I need. <laughs> if you're going to try and pull fucking Sonic lore into this podcast, I will. I will be jumping on that game, though. I will be getting a physical version of that game if Limited Run does one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, we saw new footage of Guilty Gear Strive with Zato 1 and Mila, which it looks good. Zato 1's um, combat animations are so fucking sexy. They look so fucking Why? good. Why does Iga just look like a a Japanese Robert Rodriguez? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> I don't know who Robert Rodriguez is. He... he uh... He directed From Dust Till Dawn, Planet Terror. He's like really good friends with Quentin Tarantino. Nope, you're right. That's, Told you. That's him. All right, then. Sorry, yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, no, Guilty Gear Strive still looks great. Uh, bring back Gatling. Uh, Neo Geo Pocket Selection. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've had a Neo Geo. I not. I love the shit out of mine. So it's really dope to see that coming back. Like Scotty did too. Yeah, he was super hyped for it as well. Um, what games were? There's a lot of SNK love here? in this thing. 
We got King of Fighters R2. We got Samurai Showdown 2 Pocket Fighters series. That's a really good game. That's one of the best fighters on there. Uh, Gal's Fighter. I think it was just those three. Is it just a, okay? It's just a collection. It's not an actual. Well, it's it's a collection, but it's not like all three games are bundled. Each game is going to be eight bucks. It's not, but it's not a Game Gear Mini. It's not. That's no. not that. So I was under the impression that this was going to be a Game Gear Mini, but no. Or a Neo Geo they're, Pocket. They're just planning on releasing each of the games for, you know, seven ninety. I really wish everyone would get off the fucking mini hype. I'm over the mini hype so much. They they're they're still expecting like the Dreamcast Mini and the N64 Mini. Like, I mean, I'll probably buy the Dreamcast Mini just to have it because <coughs> I need it next to its father. So. <laughs> <laughs> or mother. We I'm need not, we I'm need not. we need the in between, bro. We need the Saturn Mini that will never come out. We need You'll a Saturn Mini that. with all the Japanese games that didn't come over here translated because I need to know what's going on. In fucking Princess Crown. So what? You want it to be five hundred dollars? Because that's how they're. I can afford it. <laughs> oh, I Fuck can everyone afford else. This is how I don't understand that the rumor that I had money got around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is that you said, but everyone just kept on jumping on. I'm just like, yeah, I said fuck something him. like, I think I said the main part of the house once, and someone was like, "Who the fuck says main part of their house?" <laughs> you know, the West Wing. So. <laughs> uh, Whatever. And then Ease Nine Monstrum Knox, which I'm not. I'm not big into the Ease game, but you and Chris were all over that. You and Powell. Uh, also, fucking uh, TJ. TJ's a big fan of Ease. Yeah. Um, I played... I have almost all the Ease games. They're not equally created. They're not created equal. Um, it's the Wise games. <laughs> the Wise. Uh, but 8 was really, really good. Especially on the PS4. Like it, It's a really solid fucking game. So I'm excited for Ease 9. I want to see what they do with that one. Um, but that, that and, like, Tales games are, like, <laughs> the ones I never got into. I think, like, the big thing about Ease 8 is that it's the first Ease that I actually finished. Because I started other <laughs> Ease games, and okay. I never <laughs> completed them for whatever reason. And that's I think it's mostly because I played a lot of the older ones. Like, I played 1, 2, and 3. Um, I think I started one that was on the PSP that was a remake of an older game, but I also never finished that one. But when I played... What was the one that TJ streamed? That was 8. But the version of 8 that he was playing was for, I believe, the PSP. And he said that the PSP port and the Switch port are really, really bad. The one for the PS4 is the optimal one. It's the best one out there. And that's the one that I own. And look, I don't know that that game just was awesome to me. Like it's a bunch of you kill a bunch of fucking big ass monsters. You save people. Uh, you make your base bigger. Anime. It's anime. Oh, there's a big crab in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yee's fight crab edition. I'm down with it, bro. Uh, but that was New Game Plus Expo. Uh, as far okay. as games that I was playing, I mean the usual. I'm still playing Guilty Gear. I'm still playing Xenoblade. Uh, but I did download, because it came out right around my birthday, Star Wars Racer. I forgot that came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it is a really good port. 
And I say that with I'll be the judge of that. A caveat. No, it it is honestly a really good port. Uh, pl- the best way to play it, though, in my opinion, is handheld. Uh, as opposed really? to... Really? Yes. Uh, well, one really weird thing that the developers did, which I don't remember who it was, but fuck them. Um, why... Okay, instead of saying why, let's talk about the older game. In the original Star Wars Episode One Racer, every single race would be pretty much dead silent. They'll have, like, the sound effects of, like, you driving through the environment, your engines running, people trying to pass you by, and then the final lap, when shit's mm-hmm. getting real, the music would start playing. And it would always be, like, this big orchestral like Star Wars music, Duel of Fates, and you know Darth Vader's theme, even though that's not in there, and you know Star Wars music. Yeah, in this port, they have the fucking music playing the entire race, and I can't turn it off because I haven't worse. I didn't realize how much I don't care for Star Wars music being blasted. (laughs) like this game and there's only four tracks like there's only four different songs so (laughs) it just goes in a loop like the first song is like the the big like anakin on a new adventure type shit but he's just racing in the day the the tatooine amateur circuit and then you go to the next stage oh it's the fucking spooky music Duel of Fates, that's the fucking ice world. We're also going to use that in every fourth stage from that point on. The point the point that I'm making is just like, you know, me being somebody who played that shit to death back in 1999, 2000, whatever. Um, playing that again and hearing that music just, uh, it gnaws at you. Because I'm just like, bro, I, I don't want to hear this right now. This is not the type of music that I want to play or listen to while I'm going 600 miles an hour. Like, give give Look, me F Zero music. This is a, no you. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> let me. You're lucky you even got this port. Now I get to be mad. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> you don't get your your cake and then you have the icing too with this shit. All yeah, right, you get Fuck what you, you get and you be happy with it. Oh no, if if. I don't understand the reasoning, the mentality, the thought process of them saying, yo, let's just have this annoying ass music play the entire fucking race. And then let's only have a four track soundtrack. Makes no it sense reminds to me. me. It reminds me of the early years of the uh, the Nintendo with those games that weren't Mario and Metroid and all that shit. And they would just loop a track like a six second track. <sighs> It's what was not, it? Ninja Boy is the one that bring that comes up to me first. It's, it's literally a six second track. It's not as bad as that, but it's still kind of fucking annoying. And for some fucking reason, um, wait, you can't turn the music down? No, like there's, there's mu- no there's options. Not like a, there's not a BGM and then a sound effect. I haven't found it, and if it exists, then I'm fucking blind and I just can't find it. But no, there is wow. no sound test option in the game. And then to make wow. matters worse, when you play it in docked mode. Uh, fucking either last night or two nights ago, I decided to run a few tracks on it. I have a sound system. It's a, it's a modest sound system. It's a sound bar. I got a few other yeah. speakers and a subwoofer. I had it set on two. Two out of like 25. So it's relatively low. That bitch started playing loud as fuck at 10 o'clock at night. 
And I'm just like, let me let me turn this shit down. And I turn it down two notches, and it just goes completely fucking quiet. The mix, the mixing on this game, is fucking stupid for the docked mode. When you play it in handheld, it's fine, but when you play it in when it's docked and you play it at higher volumes, it's you start getting like the the static coming in and some artifacts throwing in there. It's not. So this is a perfect game to just play your favorite soundtrack of your favorite band and just play it. Yeah. Like it was back in the day. Yeah. Play you some Dance with the Dead while that starts up. Hell or yeah. play some fucking just, Slayer or something. Just some play shit. it on mute. That's that's the best way I can put it. Uh, There's your mute city right there. Yeah. So. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, they had an opportunity and I feel like they missed it. Where's the fucking... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. How much was that game? 15 bucks. It was okay, cheap. Okay, that's not too bad. It was cheap. That's not bad. Um, where's the netcode? Why can't There's I... There's no online? Why can't I race online? Like... That's why we need the PC port so we can get Parsec. Exactly. Like, I... That... That would... That's what really grinds at me because it's it's a two-player game originally. And I'm just like, you have a 12-man racer now where if you just put in a little bit of extra work, you can make an online mode for this fucking game. And Star Wars fans will love it. Yeah, because it's a good racing game. To us, I just don't at understand least. why it wasn't. Was Pod Racing trademarked? Um, I like mean, the name. Why did they never call it Star Wars Pod Racing? It was always Star Wars Racer. Maybe it just rolls off the tongue better as Star Wars Episode One Racer or Star Wars Racer. Mm, I don't know. Really, it's it's, right it's off a fucking hill. <laughs> uh, I don't know any other racing game that Star Wars has ever released, and it's. It's canonical. Like, it's not like some stupid fucking kart racer or some gimmick bullshit game. So, I don't know. Uh, mm. Moving on from that, I bought a Wonder Swan. Why? Uh, because. Did you get it from Sage? No. No, no, no. So, I think on Monday, a buddy of mine was moving out. He was moving to Georgia, and I went to go help him. Uh, and since it was his last day in Virginia, I was just like, yo, we need to go to East Starland because he's never been there. And I'm, he's just like, dope, let's fucking go. And unfortunately, all of their cabinets were turned off because of COVID. And I get it because yeah. I really wanted to play some third striking X2. Um, I get it, but I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I start looking around and I find this. And it's really hard to see. But if you if you can make it out. You might That's see guilty some, gear. It is guilty gear. Guilty gear petit or petite. They it's P E T I T. So I call it petit. Um, here's the box for it. This was the first handheld guilty gear game to ever come out. I think it was like came out in like 2000 alongside either guilty gear X or X two. I think it's the former than the latter because there are certain moves that are not in this game. And they're like, for example, he doesn't have his volcanic Viper, which I think he always had, but whenever he does his bandit revolver instead in this game, he doesn't do the full rotation. He only kicks in the air halfway and then falls down, which is something that was unique to X, but not the point. Anyway, I bought, Guilty Gear Pettit realized I didn't have a Wonder Swan, had to go rectify that. So when I finally got paid by Powell for the work that I did in the magazine, I went out and I bought this. But then I found out that Guilty Gear Pettit 2 was also on the Wonder Swan. So I bought that, and that's on its way here. Um, Again, listeners, 
I'm not the one with the disposable income. <laughs> uh, How much did this run you? This cost me about 50 bucks. It's complete in box. No! It doesn't matter! <laughs> this cost me about 75 bucks. Go fuck yourself. And then the other Guilty Gear, Pettit 2, that cost me about 70 bucks. I also got a copy of Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War. Don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then on top of that, Steam Summer Sale was going on. I was just like, this is a really good time to buy a lot of stuff on my wish list. So I bought, you know, Fighting EX Layer, Yatsugaratsu Attack on the Cataclysm, Dual Souls, The Last Blade, uh, Bearer, uh, Yumi Neko, Bayani, Fighter's Legacy, which... That game, I think Bruce Lee is in it, and they took a bunch of, like, old-school martial arts legends and made a fighting game out of it, which that's that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, yeah. Fight of God, Saint Seiya, Soldier Soul, Arcana Hearts 3, Love Max, Nitro Plus Blaster. It's just – it's a bunch of fighting games because that's all I had on my wish list because I've been – I'm tired of playing the fighting games that I have because I've been playing a lot of the mainstream stuff, and I'm just like, I need something different. And I don't want to okay. go back to Vanguard Princess because that's a fucking degenerate game. Um, so okay. there you go. That's my week. They that's also they're did. doing a they're doing a thing. I think it's your first thirty dollars with the sale that you get a five dollar coupon or something too. Yep, it gets applied so, to it. So I bought. I got some in my. I bought like a hundred dollars worth of games. I think I spent like. I've got a 40. bunch of stuff that I want to do for like thursday night throwdowns and stuff so like in my cart right now i have lethal league blaze uh what else do i have i have mother russia bleeds that's, that's a good like game three dollars mm -hmm. i got the dealer edition i think the dealer edition comes with the soundtrack two copies of the game and something else and it's like six bucks mm -hmm. i've got ultimate chicken horse in my cart because that's a really me? good thursday night that's a great game for thursday night throwdown and i got gang beast because Gang Beast is 10 bucks. So, yeah. Chicken Horse. What the fuck is this? That's, the that's like the platforming game where if when it becomes your turn, you guys like build the level while you're playing it. And each person, whenever it becomes your turn, you can place one item. And you can either make it to where everyone can get to the goal or you can fuck everybody over. <laughs> okay. Ultimate Chicken Horse is a really good game. <laughs> I'll check it out. Mother Russia Bleeds looks really cool because That's, it's a beat em up. So I I already own that game, so you have access to my library. You can go check it out. It's it's yeah. it's a really good game. It's got a really good soundtrack in the trailer. And this comes with the soundtrack, so. Mm -hmm. But all right, I guess I'll just move into my week then. Uh Sunday night I sh it was Sunday night was the last day of the Windjammers 2 uh demo. Mm-hmm. And I streamed that for three fucking hours. I played Windjammers 2. And uh, I talked about last week that I was in a Windjammers 2 tournament, and I went 3-2, which isn't too bad for a game that I had only literally played that day and a little bit before then. Uh, so I was playing, and I was like, wow, I'm really fucking good at this game. Like, I'm better at this game than I thought I was. And then finally I started pairing up with some people that were in the tournament the day before. Mm -hmm. And that's when the matches started going back and forth and it wasn't just one-sided. And I was like, oh shit, 
this game is so good. Like, literally, go fucking put that shit on your wish list. I don't know if Limited Run does a physical version of that game. I am buying it day one. I'm buying some kind of collector's edition of that game. Because Windjammers 2 just takes Windjammers 1 and makes it better. It literally makes it better. When's that game like come out? Uh, I don't know if we have a release date for Windjammers 2 yet. I don't think there's an actual release date. Let me see. The music's good. Just everything. Uh, it's not saying when it's coming out. Maybe it'll come out in 2020. They have like seven other... They have so much more stuff. Because in the demo, you were only able to play as three characters and use three stages. There is a 12-character... Either 10 or 12 character list. And there's like, there was like seven more stages that you could be played as well. So yeah, there's not a release date yet. I don't think it just says coming soon. So I played that for three hours and had a lot of fucking fun with that. Nice. Uh, I only streamed uh, like besides uh, we're changing it to, we've changed it to Thursday night, bro down instead of Thursday night, throw down. Because that's something Scotty wanted to do. So we're trying it out. So instead of TNT, it's TNB. So, but my I streamed Golden Sun. No one ever comes in for the Golden Sun streams. But I got through a whole lot of that game. I'm probably two-thirds of the way through the game, I think. Maybe halfway. Mm-hmm. But I was just blazing through. I mean, I'm using a walkthrough. I'm not doing anything fancy. Like, I want to get all the gins and all that stuff. So I'm not going to try and just run around that game. But I streamed that. Uh... So I talked about how Scotty and Graham were able to get me a Ring Fit adventure uh, over in the UK, and they were going to send it to me. Well, I walked, I went to Walmart Tuesday around like 9 a.m. to go get some groceries, and I just walk into the electronics section, and there's a Ring Fit adventure sitting in the case for $70, which is like $10 off of MSRP. And I was like, hey, Scotty, I'm buying this one. Tell Graham to send the other one back because I have not given anybody money yet. So I've had it since Tuesday and I've not used it yet. So <laughs> Okay. I'm uh, probably going to use it tomorrow just to see how it is. My buddy uh, that works, Buster Wolf in the Discord, he said, I was messaging him earlier and he's like, man, that shit kicked my ass. He goes, they said that you should have a towel and a water nearby and I didn't adhere to that and I regret it. So No, it's it's no joke. Like, I don't. I don't typically need water while I'm doing it, but I sweat like a motherfucker when I do the ring fit. And I came to my first boss fight that I could not beat on the first try. Uh, That shit felt like a piece of shit. Brutal. It's so fucking hard. Like, I don't like you'll eventually. So I'm on like world four. I don't know how many worlds are in like the, the RPG world shit, but my loadout is made. I think I fucked up on my loadout because I had a lot more moves that were attacking everybody instead of focused attacks. But yeah. usually when you fight him, he comes in with friends and you don't want him to have friends. Um, but a lot of the attacks that I had were based on core and the most damaging move <laughs> that I had was the plank. Now, Ew. usually... Usually when you do your attacks, it's like you have the ring fit and then you have the leg strap and you're like Mm. doing something with the two of them, whatever. Like, for example, one move that I use quite a bit is my my leg lift jumps. 
And so you're like just very rapidly throwing your arms in the air, bringing it down, bring one leg up, throw down, two, yeah. one, two. Yeah. Like really, really fast. I've done Tybo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is just planks, but it, it's not like you holding the plank. You have to lift your ass up and then go back to your plank position, and that's one rep. Lift your ass Ew. up and then go back to your – and it is brutal. It is fucking brutal. You don't look at the screen. You're just listening to them say it, and, like, you'll get it wrong. It's like, nah, try again. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to try again. <laughs> But oh, you also don't want to be sucks. shit at the video game. No, because I'm here to fucking win. But now it's no longer about I didn't optimize my fucking weapons and armor. It's, now it's just I your, can't, your body sucks. I can't do the fucking plank in time. And the, the trainer is telling me to do it again. And I don't fucking want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll probably, I'm going to try that either tomorrow or beginning of next week. Because mm-hmm. I got to get my workout routine back in uh besides that my wife made the decision to start watching the marvel movies in chronological order not release order chronological order of how they should be watched okay so i took two nights off of streaming because we watched the first two you're supposed to watch are captain america the first one and then uh captain marvel and i'm like i've always seen parts of captain america i want to watch all of it and i'd never seen captain marvel so i went ahead and watched it uh man are these two movies on the total different sides of the color wheel <laughs> because captain america is great like i love captain america i like any movie where nazis are the bad guys mm-hmm. and hydra is like nazis on steroids right. like hydra's destroying the entire world even hitler and everything so the uh not mr anderson it's the guy that uh plays uh the bad guy in the matrix movies he's the red skull uh mr smith he's also agent smith yeah he's also he's in lord of the rings as one of the the elves as well too so he's a pretty big actor uh that movie's really good i really really liked it i mean i knew what was going to happen since i've seen what happens at Mm -hmm. the end of the entire marvel movies but it was still really good uh not chris hemsworth chris evans looks fucking weird when he is small steve rogers Okay. Like he just looks so, it literally looks like he's a bobblehead. Was that computer generated or was yes. that okay? It was computer generated. That's different. That doesn't count. He look it just looks so fucking weird, man. Like he looks like a scrawny I mean, he's supposed to be a scrawny person with bad health issues, but he has a heart of gold. That's the whole reason he's even chosen to be a part of the program that they do in the movie. But the movie's good. Like it explains the situation on why there wasn't more super soldiers like him. Uh, and it's just a fun movie. Okay. Uh, Captain Marvel, on the other hand, I might get some flack on this one because that movie also had a lot of controversy when it came out uh, because of like feminist movement and all that stuff. I'm not really going to get into that, but uh, I got halfway through that movie. And I just looked at my wife and I said, man, I'm bored, man. Yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> That's what everyone and, says about that movie. And she goes, well, I'm not. I was like, yeah, but I am. I, was like, I looked at her. I was like, this is just like great value Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that's what they're trying to go for here with the humor. They make Samuel L. Jackson the comedic relief in the movie. I mean, he and that's pull really it weird. Off. I mean, not when you know how Nick Fury is. Okay. 
Like, if he was in a brand, like, this is like a stoner comedy where Samuel L. Jackson plays a drug dealer and he's super funny. Yeah, he could probably pull it off there. Uh, but in this, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't work for me. And, man, I hope you like the 90s. Because they, they put, there it is, Nirvana's uh, st- team, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. There's No Doubt's, uh, what's the girl song that No Doubt has? No, no. I, I'm Just a Girl. They have that one. Don't know that. They have uh, garbage, like not garbage music, but the band garbage. The band, yeah, they, yeah, they have that in there. They have, and I'm just like, I got it, because it takes place in the '90s. Yeah, that's when it takes place. She, when Captain Marvel lands on C53, which is Earth, she lands in a blockbuster. Like, is, is Captain Marvel an alien? Uh, if is you don't this, want me to spoil the movie, is this uh, just no, Superman? <laughs> no. No, she's she's from Earth. Okay. She's from Earth, but she is the Marvel Universe Superman. Okay. I also saw it like it's that's the thing. This movie should have came out before Guardians of the Galaxy. Because when I'm watching it, I saw, like in the very beginning I'm like that's one of the bad guys from Guardians of the Galaxy and he's a good guy in this movie. When I saw that and then I heard the name of because they're they're on the they're part of the civilization of Kree, which if you ever watch Guardians of the Galaxy, it shows that Krees are the ones that are like fanatical group and all that shit. Yeah, and I and I heard that, and they're talking about the scrolls are the bad shapeshifters. They're they're taking over planets and destroying everything. I saw the twist from a mile away. I saw the twist in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. That sucks. So. This movie really should have came out before Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fine. It is. I looked at Hallie at the end of it. I said that was a perfectly fine average Marvel movie. Just and, middle of the road. Uh, just middle of the road for me. Like it was fine. It was completely fine. Guardians of the Galaxy is much better. Okay. Like my favorites are Guardian of the Galaxy. I like Black Panther. I really like Black Panther. Black Panther is really good. Uh, I really like uh, Thor Ragnarok. Because I like how lighthearted and funny it is. Because Thor's about to go through a lot of bad shit. So that's why they did Ragnarok that way. And uh, I really like... Uh, what, what else? Uh, I said Guardians, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. I'm trying to think of something else. Though. Oh, Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. The first one. But yeah. Uh, the next one on the list is Iron Man 1. I think the next two are Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2... And then I forget where it splits from there. Might be one of the Thor movies. I'm not sure. I think it's Hulk. But ca- well, that was the release order was Iron Man one and then Hulk, which is going to be weird because it's not Mark Ruffalo. It's uh, what's his name? I know he's, he's a really he's a really big about. big actor. Incredible Hulk. Tim Roth's in that movie as the bad guy. No, I don't want the John Cho. Incredible Hulk, Edward Norton. That's who it is. That one's gonna be weird because Mark Ruffalo is not in it. So, but we'll see. Uh, besides the Marvel movies, we Thursday night we did a. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what Redream is. Redream is a Dreamcast emulator that yes. got. It's a. It is a umphed up emulator, man. Like mm-hmm. it has. It's got some really nice things with it auto like controller setup like it just does it for you built in i think base built in four vmus wow like ready to go 
it just has a library that you can pick from as long as it like you give it a directory and it just pulls up all your ISO CGI's and GDI's. And so me and Scotty got it working with Parsec after I realized that Nvidia had a driver update after I updated my drivers, then Parsec and Redream would actually work. Took us 10 minutes to figure that shit out. But uh, we we played Vigilante 8. Oh boy. Scotty likes some shit games. So <laughs> I could have told you that. I, Vigilante 8. I do not Vigilante have fond memories of that game. Vigilante 8 is I used to play it a lot as a kid, but man, that game is a little Also we had a ROM or an ISO that was just like some stuff wouldn't pop up, like the loading screens wouldn't pop up, the backgrounds in some areas wouldn't pop up. Mm-hmm. So I think that was but still that game that game is rough. But then uh, we played that for a little while, and then we switched over to... We played some Daytona. We played a little bit of that. And then I think we switched over to some Crazy Taxi. And uh, that's when we finished out the night with Crazy Taxi. But Nice. Get, get ready, because if you're going to be part of the Dreamcast uh, Marathon this year, that's probably how it's going to work, is through Redream. Through Redream for multiplayer games, and then through your actual uh, Dreamcast for single-player games and stuff like that. So we'll be using Parsec for a lot of the multiplayer stuff too so right on but and then besides that i uh i got i've decided i've had i'm not gonna get into it i've got some crazy shit going on at work uh to the point where i'm looking to change careers and i am looking at doing some of the it certifications and one of the first ones that my friends told me that i should go into is the comp tia a plus certification it's like the very basic certification. It's basic as in like everybody gets it first, but it's very helpful for positions. Uh, and then I ordered, they recommended this book. It's called the All-in-One Comp TIA A-plus Certification Study Exam Guide. This is 1,500 pages. That's a <laughs> big bitch. That's a, that's a big-ass chonker right there, man. That's a, cost $32 on Amazon. That was it. So, but this thing is not only good as an exam guide, but it's also good just to have on your shelf for like, be like, I forgot how to do this. And you just look into it and then it tells you. But the good thing is a lot of people have told me that if I know how to build computers, which I've built computers, I've built five successful computers so far, uh, that's 40% of the test. Nice. So there we go. I'm going to work on getting that certification first, and then I'm going to work on getting my security plus certification. Uh, I had a buddy tell me that a lot of people in the area that I'm in, if you have those two certifications, some people will hire you without an interview. So other than that, I mean, I'm almost done building a table saw table in the woodworking shop, but no one gives a shit about that on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in that wood shop all fucking week, man. I put together like a DIY vacuum, like dust collection system and all that other shit. So I'll post more pictures of that. This table's like six foot long and I've been sweating my ass off out there because it's been like 85 with 90% humidity all week. So, but other than that, I believe that's all I got. I haven't played a whole lot of games this week. Okay. So So here we go. First news article that we have, uh, NYG Chris offered hush money by evil geniuses or evil genius. Uh, over the last few months, the gaming community has been hit with a wave of bans as, a, as an effect of cancel culture, culture. The FGC is no stranger to this, and over the last few months, we've seen the likes of Zero Blast and Low Tier God banned 
from all Capcom sponsored tournaments for insensitive language and conduct. F Champ recently was also banned for insensitive tweets uh, targeting Black Lives Matter movement and hate speech. In an odd turn of events, the next top player to be led to the guillotine is Christopher Christopher NY Chris G Gonzalez, who has been effectively removed from Evil Genius's payroll. Chris G has a term uh, has a rough history with making uh, off the wall uh, hot takes. Most notably, a rage-fueled Facebook rant in 2017 when Chris G. took aim at black female gamers. Chris G. has since apologized for his comments and was assured by Evil Geniuses that he would not be released from his contract. Evil Geniuses even went as far as to pressure him to move from L.A. to Seattle, a move which cost the former champion about 5K. However, on June 23rd, Evil June 23rd, Evil Geniuses uh, out of the blue released Chris G from his contract, citing Gonzalez violated their zero tolerance policy for harassment and explicitly cited his comments from 2017. Chris G responded with the following on Twitter. EG really throwing me under the bus like that after everything. They knew what I said and that I regretted it. I told them day one when I posted it that I really messed up and they told me that they would help me th get through all of this. They forced me to move to Seattle. I was told multiple times that EG was happy with how I was doing. I was told multiple times when I asked if I was going to get dropped for the things that I've said, that I've done. I know what I did, and I've been sorry since day one. They said no, I was family, and that I wasn't going anywhere. In a stream after the ban, Chris G was, I think he streamed for like 13 hours. Chris G was joined by the recently banned F Champ, where he spoke on how EG offered Gonzalez as a severance package so long as he did not go public on why he was being let go, which obviously he did not do. And some fans are ex uh, expectedly furious with the banning of Gonzalez, drawing comparisons to Maximilian and Mike, uh, Mike Z, making inappropriate comments during live streams and not seeing any backlash in an official measure. I want to make it clear. I've stated on previous episodes of the podcast that I don't like Chris G. I don't like Chris G because of the personal interactions that I've had with him and how I've seen him at tournaments. What Evil Geniuses did here was wrong. Was completely wrong. To the point where they let him on. And and here's the thing too, like like he's we said in the news or in the articles, he hasn't done anything since 2017. Since that last time. So obviously, he's been trying to clean up his act. Well, anything we haven't seen mm -hmm. made public or anything like that. This is some shady shit done by evil geniuses. And like I said, I don't like Chris G, but I am on his side on this one. I It's it's really confusing. It, it it really makes me curious on what the thought process was. Is this effect? Is this an effect of cancel culture as a whole, where now we are just getting out of control? Pulling, um, we're pulling up things from pe the past that he is. They he's already addressed this stuff. He's having to live through it. He's lived through it for three years. A video by let me pull it up. I don't want to quote him wrong a video on youtube by ernesto lopez jr sums up a lot of the stuff they he he's been atoning for what he said back in 2017 and for evil geniuses to tell him like no you're good and then to just drop them drop him out of the blue because of the cancel culture culture that's going around that's not what should be be being done what f champ did and what zero blast and low tier god said 
That's a different story. But what? But with Chris G, this is this is some bullshit. I I, I honestly don't get it. Like like, Evil Geniuses is a very well established, um, yes. organization. Uh, they've got stock, not just not stock, but they got teams with CS:GO. They've got a they've got a League of Legends team that is currently uh, ranked fifth. Um, and they're a, they're heavily into the esports. Sonic Fox is on their payroll. D Kill Sage is on their payroll. PPMD is on their payroll. Um, it's like they got heavy hitters. And I I don't know personally, um, you know, what Chris G has been doing in the past, but I did read something where he did recently get like first place. Yeah, he won first place at the Canada Cup in 2019, November 2019. He got first place at uh, first attack. And this is both for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um Fucking he's been putting up the numbers. Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He's placed second place at Frosty Faustings. Uh placed first at Defend the North. Like he's holding he's he's bringing to EG what he said he would. Exactly. You know, he placed he he got just outside of fucking top eight for Street Fighter 5. Like he plays multiple games. He's currently playing three different games. So, mm-hmm. like, you would think that this would be, like, one of your ideal players. And for you to just drop him over something that took place in 2017, I really find that um, disingenuous. Yes. And this kind of goes to. into the thing that I was saying a couple weeks ago about F-Champ before I saw those those videos. Um <laughs> Because that was current. Before you had that back down. <laughs> yeah. Like, even so, here's here's the thing that I keep on having to come back to. Chris G is not banned from Capcom events. This is a private organization that was paying him out. He was an employee. I yes. disagree with what his employer did to him. But thankfully, he's not being banned from tournaments. It's not an F-Champ right. situation. So I'm I'm trying to, like, remove those two situations even though f champ did go on to his stream and they both started talking about some fucking bullshit whatever zero blast was in there as well yeah not the point that i'm making um it is what it is and i'm hoping that he will be able to bounce back for because it's no nobody likes a shitty fucking employer that does some batshit crazy uh nonsense like this I'm curious to see what the other, like, Sonic Fox and what other people, uh, other of his teammates think of the situation. I haven't looked at That's it. That's the weird thing. I looked up on that. Sonic Fox said nothing. Absolutely nothing. When Mike Z said, made the joke uh, at that online tournament, Sonic Fox was one of the first people to step up to him. And I yep. get it. Like, they're, they're relatively close. Um... You know, I mean, Sonic Fox is in the goddamn game, but your own teammate, like probably the next most talented player besides you, because I mean, both of them Evo champs, multiple 
time Evo champs. Because I can bet you right now, if they're both in a tournament together, they're probably going to be getting first and second. Uh, Or at least they're both going to be in the top four, maybe top eight. I don't know if they play the same games. They both play DBFC, but I don't know. That's what I'm talking about specifically. Sure. Um, I mean, if I look up something, then probably. Like, let's look at Canada Court. Canada it's Cup. I mean it's it's shitty for them to do that. It's also shitty like we that's what Chris G said. We don't know if it's le- like legitimately true, but not paying him se- his his severance because t- he's being laid off is what he's being. And if he's not getting his severance because he's not being quiet about the situation, that's fucking shitty too. Well, that's not the verbiage that Evil Genius is gave. They said that he was terminated. They said he is no longer with the company and that he was terminated. So, but then he says that they were going to give him his severance had he kept if he was shut. quiet. Yeah. But if he's terminated, an employee shouldn't get a severance. I so think what's going was, on here? I think that was the way that they were justifying it, that they were going around it. Yeah, but still, if they gave him the offer of it's hush money, like mm-hmm. that, you can't do that. That's fucked up. Yeah. And also, I want to address the situations with Mike Z and uh, people comparing this shit to the Maximilian stuff as well. Uh, I might be biased because I, I mean, I will, I defend Maximilian. I saw the clip where he dropped the N bomb on, I mean, he was literally in the middle of making up gibberish for Mortal Kombat combos and he let it slip. And I believe he apologized for it too. He did like, like almost immediately he did. F champ and Chris G did not give apologies for what they said, regardless of what time of you know, timeline it was until they were confronted by somebody. I mean, it was fucked up. Like there's, there's no, it, it was fucked up. Like yeah. really fucked up. Like, yes. Untimely joke. Fucking dropping the end bomb. Those, those are things that need to be confronted right then and there. Chris G yeah. went on a fucking rant. Like yeah. a, a long ass Facebook rant about black people. Yeah. And then just like, and when he was confronted, it was like, no, it is, it is so obvious. You know, I'm glad I'm in my basement. I'm, you guys don't see it. They're not yeah. part of the culture. They're not part of the crew. They, they're fucking trash. That's what he And I want to address, I want to address the elephant in the room too. I mean, F champ and, uh, Chris G are people of color. Mike Z and Maximilian dude are white guys. That shit has nothing to do with this situation. You need to look, people need to start looking at the reasons why stuff, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm just going to leave it right there. What I don't, like I've said, I don't personally like Chris G, but I do acknowledge that he is a good player, and what happened to him was fucked up, and it mm-hmm. was uncalled for. It should not have happened. And hopefully there is backlash that EG gets from, like, the biggest backlash would be if Sonic Fox said, peace, y'all. But... Sonic Fox probably won't do that. Yeah, I don't see them do. Just don't see him doing that. He's worth too much money yeah. to them. He's probably getting paid. Like, like I mean, and let's be honest too. Like, so it's hard. Some people have the internal struggle of wanting to stand up for what they believe in, but also not have, wanting to change the way of their life. Because a lot of people don't understand that once you, especially for something big that's going on, a lot of the things that have been happening recently, like, this is what I want to stand for. You got to be ready for the backlash and stuff. And sometimes your way of life is going to change because of it. 
Yeah. Like that's just that's just what's gonna happen. That's that's how it is. But I believe we can agree that it was fucked up what happened to him, and that's all we can really say. We're gonna we're this. It's funny because we try to stay out of this stuff. We don't really talk when the zero blast and low tier god stuff happened. We talked about it in the Discord, but we never really addressed it on the podcast. We might have made some jokes or offhanded comments or something about it. Same with F champ stuff. We didn't make it an actual news article. We just kind of talked about it. But this, I think, this encompasses encompasses all of it a little bit. Because we do believe that Christian G was wronged in this situation. Yeah. So that's why we're addressing this. I agree. And we with didn't that. really address the other stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that's more for the listeners than anything. So uh, let's go on to other, uh, I guess, groups or employers or companies that I just think they're. This next story with the Pokemon stuff is just ridiculous. So, all right. First, be, to start before all this, uh, we did not. I I text you what I forgot what day it was, and I was like, "Fuck, we didn't talk about the Pokemon Snap reveal, the new Pokemon Snap." So we're gonna talk about that first. Uh, uh, it was like two weeks ago. The Pokemon uh, new Pokemon Snap was uh, revealed, and uh, I'm dopish. I'm happy as shit for that. Like that shit looks great. Like I don't think that game's really up your alley, but this has been something that Pokemon fans have been you know, howling about for years, probably at least a good decade, wanting a remake or a sequel. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. It's not a fighting game, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I want Pokemon Tournament 2. Give me a new Pokemon Tournament. That's fine. They drop That's the thing. support for that game so fucking fast. Well, it was on the Wii U, wasn't it? It was on the Wii U, and then they ported it over to the Switch, and I thought, oh, you're That's bringing right, it to the did. Switch... You're going to do more shit for it? No. Nope. No. Because that doesn't make the money, Chris. We can agree, before we even get into this news article, that Pokemon is completely different than what it used to be. Yes. We. I was talking to my buddy Buster Wolf in the Discord how Pokemon used to take chances with things. They used to be like, you got your Pokemon games. You got Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. We yellow, we yada yada yada. They got the anime going, but then they came out with the Pokemon Puzzle League game for N sixty four. They had Pokemon Pinball for the Game Boy Color. They had Pokemon Snap for N sixty four. Hey you and Pikachu, then, hey you Pikachu for the N sixty Pokemon Stadium, like that shit as well. Like I played Pokemon Stadium one and two so much, but now we're gonna go into the story so uh tencent partners with pokemon company to develop the new games and on wednesday nintendo made the mental misstep of deciding to unveil a new entry into the pokemon universe developed by tencent's uh timi studios pokemon unite is a multiplayer online battle arena game for mobile phones and nintendo switches pokemon revealed for the game feature the likes of pikachu lucario Talonflame, Talonflame, and many generation one staples Backlash was swift, with the video receiving over 25,000 dislikes and fans flaming the comments section, accusing Nintendo of being out of touch with its core fan base. Last week, Nintendo made a promise during the same presentation that revealed the new Pokemon Snap that there was a major announcement coming soon. Fans begun to speculate a potential Diamond and Pearl remake as it's the next generation in line to get a fresh coat of paint. Many feel that Pokemon Unite is a cash grab made specifically to appeal to the Chinese player base as MOBAs are insanely popular in the country, thus, th thus the reason Tencent was in charge of its production. 
The biggest question moving ahead is ultimately how successful Pokemon Unite will be in the long run. Nintendo's Pokemon spinoffs don't typically have a long shelf life as they've attempted to dip their hands in digital board games and fighting genres, just to name a few. We, I'm not going to speak for both of us, but I feel there are two, there's two types of Pokemon now. Not Pokemon as like species, but there's two types of like Pokemon pillars in the Pokemon organization. There's the Tencent. There's the Pokemon, like this MOBA, Pokemon Go, those, there. that's one pillar. The microtransactions, money, constant, games that are going to constantly make the Pokemon company money. And then on the other side, you have the main story Pokemon games, new, you know, actual Pokemon games that people would want. I don't, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um... There is the, like you said, the the microtransaction side of things where it is essentially a cash grab. And then yes. there is, I don't want to just stick to mainline games, but it is like core games. So we're talking about mainline Pokemon games. We're talking about Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, yep. um, like really in-depth single player uh with some multiplayer aspects to it you you look at those games those are like the traditional pokemon games. those are games those are those actual are games. video games yes uh you get the fucking pokemon dual free-to-play bullshit that was out for about two years back in 2017 uh you get the fucking pokemon quest that was a free to play with you know yeah, oh you want to be that. able to do more stuff with your pokemon base go ahead and pay for more poke dollars here's more stanima I, I don't understand like this is these announcements should have been reversed Th that's not the first time i heard that i i saw they something on Reddit yeah. that said that they should have announced this last week because it's the smaller announcement. And then, like, the big announcement was the po they They know that the Pokemon Snap reveal was humongous. People were so happy about that. I think there's a reason for that, though. Um, what do you think? Because Pokemon Snap was explicitly being created by the Pokemon team. And Pokemon Unite was being made by Tencent. And I think that there is somewhat of a division. Because I honestly do believe this is geared towards eastern audiences like not not japanese players but chinese players mm -hmm. uh because right. china is a massive market to tap into and i get it go go make your money but sure you could have phrased it differently you know what i mean because yeah like i'm not saying that it's their fault but i do understand the sentiment of they're out of touch with their fan base because yes. the majority of the fan base was sitting there and thinking, Oh, this is potentially diamond and pearl, which I don't personally like diamond and pearl, but whatever, that's fine. I mean, somebody will. So yeah, somebody there's, does, so. there, there's a generation of kids where that was their first Pokemon. I get it. I know right. where I was when I was playing that game. Um, but <laughs> You know, going going from fucking a Diamond and Pearl remake to a shitty to a fucking MOBA. MOBA that 
doesn't even look like a good MOBA because maybe maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but most MOBAs have like three lanes. You have your top, mid, bottom. Yeah, yeah you your got your 80 carry, shit. And then you have your... Yeah. This is only two lanes with like an offshoot little section that has a jungle but doesn't lead anywhere. It doesn't go to the base. So I don't know. It's, it, it's just sad to see where it's going. This is a, another prime example of what video game companies are trying to go to. Like, let me... There are video game companies that are still out there that are like, we want to make games. We want to make like things that you can sit down and have an experience with. Whether it be, I mean, Last of Us 2, you want an experience like that. Just a normal Pokemon game or something like that. This is all going towards the microtransaction bullshit that we've been talking about over the last year. Even before that, we've seen it happening. And it's just, it's really sickening is what it really is. And I'm really disappointed to see it. This is what ends up happening when a company gets so big and you have so many shareholders that are expecting a return on their investment, investment, you yep. know, a hundred times fold. This is the they shit that we They don't give a shit in. if they don't make a art form or something like that. They want the money, the money, money, money. Someone can be like, well, targeting, you know, these transactions at little kids, it's Pokemon. And then like all this, like, fuck it, give us the money. We want the money. Maybe it just it's, comes out of a lack of passion for the Pokemon IP. Maybe if it was something else, I'd be more mad about it. I'm not mad at this. I'm really not. I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid. No. I don't think it should exist, but it does. And you know what? Based on track record that Pokemon has, it'll last for two years and then they'll shut it down. Because more than likely, not everyone is playing it. Because Pokemon, the Pokemon company and Nintendo are trying to throw their hat into the MOBA market. For the Chinese players, and they have to, um, they have to compete with fucking League of Legends. They have to compete with fucking Dota Two. They have to compete with Clash of Heroes or whatever that really big game in Japan or in China is. Yeah. Um, good luck. Good fucking. I luck. mean, the their one selling point is it is on they. It's on the Switch. That's a mo- one of the only MOBAs on a Switch. Yeah. The so. the other thing that I would say, just from a design standpoint. Why the fuck do you keep on using Gen 1 Pokemon? Like, that's... I feel like that's their go-to. Like, anytime that they do something new, they always just default to Gen 1. When there are just so many other really cool designs. Where's the Gen 2 and Gen 3 representation? Where's the Gen 5 representation? You know, you have fucking Tyranitar. They're not, those, those aren't the oldest ones. That's not the ones that everyone's going to, they're like. Yeah, but if you're trying to market to a newer demographic, a newer generation, most of those kids are going to be, have played like generations five, six, seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm still, I mean, I'm still salty about the, the national decks and sword and shield and all that shit. And, uh, I mean, have you seen people comparing the graphics in new Pokemon snap to sword and shield? I have not. Is it the same? Or is it no different? new Pokemon Snap looks so much better, <laughs> and uh, people are just like they they bring up the the screenshots from Sword and Shield. They're just like, oh yeah, they're uh, they're not putting the national decks in there because they're focusing on the world. <laughs> Can you give me this cardboard of a fucking tree, like, dude. Like the more I think about it, like I like a lot of the characters in Sword and Shield. Don't get me wrong, I like a lot of the character designs. I like a lot of the Pokemon. I think the Pokemon are cool too. That game, visually, I don't like it. 
there the jump from the ds to this is it could have been better it's minimal and it was it's yeah it's it's bare minimum it's minimal but it doesn't matter because people are buy, like i'm not buying that i know at one point when we talked about the the release of the dlc for pokemon i'm not buying that shit i need a reason to unless tiff tells me i'm not gonna pull the trigger on it Oh, I know. She's. I bet she's excited about that Animal Crossing uh, summer update coming. I have to check in on her. I don't know if she's been playing it. Let her know about that because you get to swim now in the ocean. And oh, you can actually die. man. You die? You di- dive. Oh, okay. That's... <laughs> you dive down to pick up sea creatures and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So... But no, I'm going to pull what my parents used to tell me all the time. We're not mad. We're just disappointed, Pokemon. So there we go. There we go. Anyway. All right. More Twitch news. Twitch has won and Mixer is dead. Uh, Microsoft dropped a bomb on Monday morning uh, that's left thousands of partners and streamers without a place to call home. On July twenty second, uh, on July twenty second, Mixer will close up shop as they have failed to compete with the wider streaming market against Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Microsoft pledged to help transfer any existing partners over to Facebook Gaming, and on July twenty second, Mixer sites and applications will redirect all users to Facebook Gaming. In reality, the writing was on the wall. Mixer regularly underperformed in comparison to the competition, seeing a year-to-year growth of 0.2% and having half of the users having half of the user base of Facebook gaming and a fraction of those on Twitch. Top-tier streamers Ninja and Shroud made out like bandits close in, during the closeout, refusing to cut over to Facebook gaming and forcing Microsoft to pay them out their contract. Ninja making $30 million and Shroud making 10. Fucking jackpot. Man. It's, it's insane. Meanwhile, smaller streamers are scrambling to salvage what remains of their communities, while Facebook is offering a measly $2,500 signing bonus to partners who make the transition, there's no guarantee that each subscriber and viewer will make the jump over to the new platform. I want The first thing I want to say with this is, I know a lot of people are saying like, well, you shouldn't have been on Mixer, you should have been on Twitch to begin with. That's the first, a lot of people are, I would assume that a lot of people are saying that. That's that's a shitty cop out thing to say. Yeah. Anyone can stream on any platform they want. But the this was fucking dirty as shit. Yeah, it was. I, from what I saw, some of the employees didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is, but some of them have reached out on Twitter and Reddit and said like, "Well, we're sorry, we didn't fucking know." Like and some people are like, "Oh, they can rebuild on Twitch or they can rebuild on Facebook." Get you you don't you've never fucking streamed before, have you? That's just it's not a easy. Fuck it. It's it's possible. And you probably have your die-hard core fans that are coming over to watch you regardless of where you go, but it is fucking hard. And I'll tell you right now, asking people being like, "Oh, you can come over to Facebook game." That's a fucking slap in the face. Every streamer knows that like they're like Facebook gaming we're like, "Fuck that shit." Facebook gaming is garbage, even though Zero's over there for streaming on Facebook gaming. So, like, the the issue that I see with people making the cut over Facebook gaming is the fact Facebook gaming is not a streaming site. It is a social media website. And that means exactly. that you have to make a whole account, whole profile. You're putting your information you boost, out there. You yeah. got to boost your post. to pay. You got to pay to boost them because Facebook will only let a certain amount of people see your shit. Yup. It's, I remember when I first saw that, I couldn't believe that. Yep. 
It is. I, I've streamed on Facebook gaming. It sucks. It's not cool. There are some people that I know that are like, no, it's great. Okay. Like, it's not. Like before the Twitch DMCA stuff, Facebook wouldn't let you play any kind of music. Mm -hmm. They shut your stream off. There was no muting or anything like that. They just turned your fucking stream off. Most people that started streaming on Facebook gaming were part of groups, large gaming yes. groups, that was just like, yo, go throw this game up, and then they start playing it. You know, Th that's, And that's a perfect way to utilize it. Yeah, that's cool. That's like the equivalent of you streaming in your Discord. That's fine. But for the, the new guy switching over from Mixer which is an established streaming platform to Facebook gaming where streaming is an afterthought. I, I don't know if they're changing, changing gears and trying to facilitate that as well. I would have just jumped over to like fucking YouTube. Yeah. There's more competition. A lot of people, a lot of people. but I feel like jumping over to YouTube gaming would be the smarter thing because Twitch is oversaturated. Yeah. The, yeah. You could make it on Twitch, but it, it is hard. Regardless, streaming in general is hard. It's hard. It's not how it used work. to be. It used to be super like back in the early days when mm -hmm. it was the Wild West, like that shit was crazy. And I wish I would have started streaming back then, but I just couldn't. Uh, I also heard that YouTube takes a lot more money from the streamer as well. Yeah. But that is like this. There's what broke my excuse me. What broke my heart was. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's the pictures of the people on Mixer finding out for the first time. Yep. Uh, a guy on Twitter is named at bear U N L V. Uh, yeah. It's just pictures of people that didn't know anything about it. And their livelihoods are just like the way that they lived is completely changed now. Like it's so sad. And what makes me even more mad is I, I, I don't have proof, but I would fucking bet money. That Ninja and Shroud saw this way long ago. They knew this was going to happen. Yep. That's the old, There's no other reason they would jump. There's no other reason they would go from Twitch. Think about when Ninja went. I don't know everything about Shroud, but think about when Ninja went. They gave him a sign-on certain amount of money to go over there. They, gave, they made his first month of subs for free, which meant they probably gave him some kind of incentive for that as well. Mm-hmm. And then how smart of it was to be like, because they probably had some kind of clause they had to have that if Mixer was to die, that they would be given the choice to that Mixer had to pay them out. And that's exactly what they did. Well, so I, I disagree with you a little bit there. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that Ninja knew ahead of time that this was a sinking ship. I think that the $30 million payout, though, was a major factor. In him switching over because yeah. it was it's thirty fucking million dollars, bro. I mean, if even if he sat there for five years waiting for that company to go under, like, I don't think thirty it's a matter million dollars of them for... going under. I think what it is is that a company came over and says, "Hey, for five years, pl play on Twitch or play on Mixer, and yeah. you'll get five mil, you'll get six million dollars a year." And what typically would happen if a company does go over and you have those contracts, fucking just because you're going under doesn't mean that you can't pay your obligations. You still have to go pay yep. whoever you're contracted out to. So mix. So Ninja was going to sue Microsoft if they didn't pay out anyway. Yep. And 
Facebook Gaming offered Ninja, I think, almost Double. twice as much to come jump over to Facebook Gaming, and he said no. And even Ninja said no. <laughs> Microsoft still and Microsoft still had to pay him out. Same thing with yep. Shroud. And now they can do whatever they want to. Some people are they don't even have to con- do anything ever again. Some people are saying that they may even consider building their own fucking uh, streaming platform, which I, I mean, don't, I, I've seen that. I don't. I don't think that they had the capital for that. But still, why do the stress? Like, who cares? You got yeah. thirty million dollars on top of everything else you have. Yeah, for I, playing video games. I could see them going back to Twitch. You go back to Twitch. You already seen, have yeah. your platform. You already have your millions of uh, followers and whatever. I mean. They won the jackpot. Congratulations. Yep. You won life. Yep. Good job. Sure. Yep. That's all I got. If they were if they were real homies to uh, that's the thing. I can sit here and say that, but I don't have the money that they have and all that stuff. I mean, 30 million dollars, you don't somebody doesn't need 30 million dollars. I can make it disappear. I mean, I mean, yes, we could make that shit disappear, but he could also, in the response of this, I would think, and I, I can't tell anyone what to do with their money. That's just a shitty thing to do. I could say that if this was my, me in, the, in Ninja's situation and I had $30 million, I would probably give a lot of that back into the smaller streamers that were affected from the Mixer uh, buyout. But that's just me. Yeah. It's I've like I've said in the Discord I've never really liked Ninja. I just I never really had a reason to hate him until he came out with the whole like saying it's just a game is such a bullshit mentality and I'm just like oh yeah go fuck yourself like you in my brain I was like maybe this guy's good maybe I'm just being that cynical biased asshole just judging this guy because he because he plays Fortnite and he dyes his hair every couple weeks but no. I think he's a legitimately piece of shit person. So, I think there's other demeaning qualities that he has besides making that statement. I don't, I don't, I'm not bothered by that statement, but whatever. Did you see the? Did you ever go back and watch the fucking stream that he, him, uh, Logic, and the uh, the voice or the creator of Rick and Morty? They did a stream where they played PUBG or Fortnite, dude. It's fucking cringe, dude. It's real bad. I wouldn't watch anything with that motherfucker. Not in the problem is I like Logic. I like a lot of Logic's music. I don't understand why. Like that's such a weird. You trio like Supermarket? There's I like there's some you good like Supermarket Logic song. What do you mean Supermarket? His album Supermarket. Supermarket. No, I did not listen to anything off of this one. This one's really new. I listened to the one that was before this one. Okay. The one with the really cool art on the front. Yeah. Uh I don't like it. There's some there's there's some good uh good out or good songs on there. The Eminem one's really good. I like that one that he does. And there's a couple other ones. And then some of his older stuff like Metropolis. I really like Metropolis. Metropolis is a really good song. Upgrade is not bad either, so Okay. It's just weird. It's just like these execs are like, ah, oh, fucking Ninja's big, uh, Logic's big, and the kids like this Rick and Morty dude. Let's get them together. We'll give them a shitload of money. And then I'm pretty sure uh, what's-his-name from Rick and Morty was drunk the entire time, which wouldn't put me past it because he didn't have a face cam. It was just pictures of Rick and Morty on the stream. 
it was fucking hilarious. It, no, it wasn't hilarious. It was just really ugly and cringy. So, all right, what's going on with the Assassin's Creed? All right, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's creative director has left the project. Assassin's Creed Valhalla creative director Ashraf Ismail uh, has left the project after accusations of marital infidelity surfaced last weekend, according to Eurogamer reports. Uh, Ismail said on his Twitter account that he was stepping down from the upcoming game to deal to properly deal with the personal issues in his life. There are hundreds of talented, passionate people striving to build an experience for you that uh, that do not deserve to be associated with this, Ismail said. I wish them all the best. His Twitter account has since been deactivated, and Eurogamer received Ubisoft's confirmation of the news, with the publisher saying Ashraf Ismail is stepping down from the project to take leave of, take a leave of absence. The development team is committed to delivering a great game in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ismail served as the game director on Assassin's Creed Origins and was a single-player director on Assassin's Creed Black Flag. In the middle of a wave of stories of abuse across the industry this weekend, a number of Ubisoft employees were accused of a history of mistreating women. The publisher released a statement regarding those stories in general, saying that we are deeply concerned by these accusations. We do not take any allegations of abuse and harassment lightly, and we are looking very closely into the allegations to determine the next steps. Someone cheated. Someone cheated. Is infidelity a reason to step down from a game? I'm saying someone cheated. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying his significant other did. Uh, It's either someone cheated or someone fucked with some employees really bad. If If it's to this level, it can't just be infidelity. It has to be like, yo, you were fucking around with people in your office, bro. Or you yeah, were you fucking were fu- around. You were pulling a Bill Clinton. Or you were fucking around with minors. That's the only way that because like infidelity is infidelity, unless like yep. his divorce is being, or not being, but is so messy where she is calling all of your bosses, all of your employees, making a big I, fucking noise about it. I don't know the 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 definition of infidelity per Google is the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other sexual partner. Like I said, so I've known people in the past. I know I've known some not personally my significant others, but I've known some people in the past that if you were to cheat on them, they would do that exactly. <laughs> they would they would break you down as a person. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they were in the right. Some people don't want to put up with that shit. I've been cheated on before. It don't feel good. No. So. But yeah, it's got to be. It's this is a, like Doctor Disrespect levels. Like it's got to be something more than what they're saying for him to just step down. I could see maybe if this was his first big game he was working on. Yeah. He's like, I gotta step down because this is too much shit. No. But he's he worked, worked on, on two Black pretty Flag. good. No, yeah, not pretty good. Black Flag is on... amazing. No, I was talking about the Odyssey one. I don't know enough about Odyssey. I know Black Flag is of great, one of, probably one of the best, if not the best, it's Assassin's the best Creed. Assassin's game. Creed. I don't care what anyone says. It's the best one. But that's there's something going on here. So I, I mean, mm. you know what? If you could take anything away from what we always talk about, just don't be shitty. Don't, don't be shitty. Don't be garbage. And don't and keep your cock in your pants. Whoa. Well, I mean, unless you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in your own home, I guess you can do. Well, if you're in your home, own home alone, 
even then, still just make sure if someone's recording, be like, I'm asking myself for permission. No, just, <laughs> just clean up after yourself, man. I consent to this wiener. <laughs> or vagina. I, I don't know. I hate it so much. Uh, it's getting to the point, like, it, I mean, it's literally, especially because I'm not in a situation where I would, like, I don't go out. Even when I was single, I didn't go out, like, bars and clubs and shit like that. That's not the kind of person I am. Uh, but uh, some of these people need to just have like 50 page legal documents ready to go at their bedsides just to mm-hmm. be like, okay, if we agree with this, you need to initial here. It's that fucking Dave Chappelle skit from the Chappelle show. Bro, fucking, we used to have Marines have checklists, uh, before bringing anybody home. Like... <laughs> Every single safety briefing would be like, no, you're asking these questions. How old are you? Uh, yep. Are you related to any Marine? Are you the Sergeant Major's daughter? Uh, who in we the need to chain teach of you command how to spot you fake ha- IDs. Yeah, like who in the chain of command are you connected to? Like all these. Are you some officer's wife? Are you Staff Sergeant Mendendez's wife? Because she was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, just everything. Everything. It was stupid. It's, it's it's crazy. It's really sad. Like I, I've seen situations and accounts where some a guy and a girl were together. I mean, the girl said that he she was over eighteen. Guy and she ended. She was she was probably like seventeen or something like that. And just something like that. He's that's it. His life is gone. It's over. Yep. Even if she said she consented, like it's still over. That's. That's fucking terrifying, man. It's terrifying. Yep. Just watch Pornhub and rub them out, man. Like, that's what you got to do. That's what lonely people say. Whatever. I'm married and I still rub it out every time or Good. every once in a while. So. Good. Good. Uh, you know what? I know I'm going to take care of me. So. <laughs> anyway. Let's let's hit these questions. <laughs> That's it. That's it for the news. So there we go. Uh, rounding it up, Scotty Moe coming at you with Fuck five. Uh, he says, what's a game you've convinced yourself was good to warrant a purchase? A game that I told myself was good so that I would buy it. I don't know. I'm Pan- trying to think. Panzer Dragoon Saga. Let's try to tell yourself it was good, but it was Let's wasn't. let's be real. Um for its time, Panzer Dragoon Saga is an impressive game. I did not buy that in nineteen ninety seven or whenever it came out. I bought that game in two thousand fourteen. I knew what that game was about. <laughs> I knew that that game at the time carried a $750 price tag. Ugh. I still bought it because I told myself it is a hidden gem. It's not a hidden gem. Everyone knows about it. It's really a holy grail, but not the point. Like I, I had to convince myself and just like, I need it. I need it. I need it. Uh, you could go put fucking gotcha force and cubivore on there. Those games are ass. I played those. Oh, dude, they're terrible. Cubivore is real bad. Uh, I would say Gotcha Force is worse. Just personal opinion on that. Gotcha Force is worse. 
Uh, what other crazy fucking games that I have that are fucking expensive, that are bad? There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. Like, I mean, if I ever find an Action 52 cart, and I had the money to spend on it, I need to have like a power of attorney to say no. They need to make this this decision for me, because I'm just going Jesus. to make the worst decision possible. I I really there was a time where I had a Monster Hunter drought, like we just didn't have anything until like until Monster Hunter got picked up by Nintendo. It was kind of rough. Are we and going I, into I, Soul Sacrifice? No, I talked myself into buying Tokiden, and I and I played it, and I just didn't like it. It just was not good. But I talked my I'm like it's gonna it's like it's it's Monster Hunter with Onis in feudal Japan. Sounds great, and I just got blind. Freedom, uh, freedom for freedom fighter. What is it? The one that's on the PS Vita, Freedom Wars. Okay, Freedom Wars is supposed to be. I talked myself into buying that. Nope. Soul Sacrifice. Nope. Soul Sacrifice that isn't that on. bad. It's it's out of those. It's probably the closest. To something like Monster Hunter related, mm-hmm. but still, it it just wasn't my. And I talked myself into buying all those games, and I was just like, "Man, I wish I wouldn't have." I mean, honestly, I was gonna say, go ahead. I was gonna say Project X Zone, but like I played that the demo so much, I legitimately loved that game. But how it was in the like in the if like we've said before, we said on last week's podcast that game needed to be a quarter of how long it actually was, and it probably would have been fine. There we go. Question two. Outside of <laughs> Shadowrun or Syndicate War, Cyberpunk 2077 looks like it will capture the world of Blade Runner near flawlessly. What's a game you thought perfectly captures a movie's world? A movie's world. Yep. I don't have these two are, are ones I was struggling with. I didn't really have answers for these. Um, that's it's hard for me because I don't watch movies, right? So I well, he named um, the biggest ones too, like yeah, but I've never watched I've never watched Blade Runner, so like I can't I can't say anything for yeah. that. I played Shadowrun. I've played both the the nineteen ninety three and two thousand. Is it two thousand twelve now? Shadowrun for the PC is relatively old. Um, I think so, baby. Hmm. I don't know. So in reverse of that, I think uh, I think the Witcher TV show captured the world of the Witcher in that first season. Pretty okay. It's not bad. Yeah, like they did what they could with eight episodes. Eight episodes. Yes. Eight episodes. So I've, I've played the first game. There are some allegories. There there are some similar. Um, they were testing the waters. Yeah, it's it's there. It's fine. I'm just trying to think of a bunch of movies. I'm trying to think. There's like I don't think there's ever really been a good Jurassic Park game unless you count the ones, some of the ones that were in the arcades. Some of those are fun, but I don't know. I can't really think of those. It doesn't Whenever necessarily think, like, have to be in the same franchise. It could be like you know, because Cyberpunk 2077 has nothing to do with Blade Runner, but they have the same, some of the same themes and aesthetic. That's true. Yeah, but I don't know. I honestly don't have an answer because I don't watch movies. I'd have, to, I'd have to really sit down and think about it. And I didn't do that. So. <laughs> uh, 
with all the online presentation, do you think E3 still needs a physical showcase in the post-pandemic world? No. Do do I think do I think no? Do I think they are going to? 100% yes. E3 has a lot of connections with ESA and ESA still needs to maintain their relevance somehow. So yeah. I have no doubt that they're going to try to fucking do something. But but I, I don't mean, think they need it. We're moving closer and closer to a period where the publisher is taking more uh, a more independent approach without having to rely on other venues. So yep. no, I do not think so. No. I mean that that he must have known that answer when he was asking it. <laughs> If he if he knew who he was asking, so. Uh, Chronic the Hemp Hog is one of God. the dumbest and funniest shirts I have ever seen in a Spencer's gift store. Do you remember anything legitimately funny from that store? They're probably still in business, but I don't care enough to research it. If you want bongs, Porto greeting cards, or beer pong supplies, they were to go to. Uh, yes, I, I want to. I, I want to find Chronic the Hemp Hog shirt. <laughs> so yes, um. Spencer's is still around. We have one at our mall. I do not go into it. I actually have never gone into a Spencer's because I always felt that they were old man hot topic. Like, because Spencer's and Hot Topic were always right next to each other. They're always next to each other. And if not, if they're always next to each other or across from each other. I, I used to go into Hot Topic back when they were like really goth. And then when they were making the transition to, like, punk and then finally, like, the scene kid bullshit. Uh, That's what it is now. I kind of just, like, um, this isn't for me. I was there for it's the music still... because you would always yeah. find, like, underground shit in there. Yeah. Uh, back when Victory Records was somewhat decent to listen to. Um, did you do you remember Tower Records? Did yes. you guys have Tower Records? Yes, we did. Uh, we, me, me and Scotty were talking because we were playing uh, we were playing Crazy Taxi. And there's a Tower Records in there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I remember skipping school and going to Tower Records over in Memphis. Because the way our Tower Records was, it was on the corner of a mall close to downtown Memphis. Mm -hmm. And you just walk in. The Towers was two stories. Like, it had two levels. I would go in there, find music. I'd go and read the Fangoria magazines and see, like, the makeup artists and the horror movies and all that stuff. And then we'd walk out and go to the movie theater and all that shit. I miss Tower Records so much. Tower Records reminded me a lot of the way that FYE used to be. Because yes, FYE yes. is also, like, same same concept. FYE was all about, like, movies and music. And then they started dabbling a little bit into games, but they were also, like, pretty big into anime. And that's yeah. what I was going for, the music and the anime. Uh, it's where I got my first fucking Clerks paraphernalia. I got the the Clerks animated series from there. Yeah, everybody has that because it's super, super cheap. Yeah. Um, it's six episodes. But, I mean, Tower Records was all right. FYE was larger near us. so We didn't have Suncoast, I don't think, down here. We had a Suncoast for a little bit. Um, and when I say uh, we, I meant like when I was back living in Long Island, New York. But I absolutely miss Hastings so much. I really do miss Hastings. Hastings was like just a bigger FYE. Mm -hmm. Like FYE had like the they had like their they were called lifestyles in at Hastings. It was like your t-shirts, your your pair like just junk that you didn't need. Mm -hmm. You had your music in FYE, and then you had your 
anime and your movies and all that stuff. Well, Hastings had all that plus more. They had books. They had video games. They had rentals. They had cafe, all that shit. It just sounds like uh, Second and Charles. Yeah. I mean, when I went into Second and Charles, I was like, holy shit, this is Hastings, but probably a little bit more cleaner and more well-organized. So That was a good day for I, them. Usually it's not like that. Yeah. But, no, uh, Spencer's was always the frat boy place. Like, that's what it was. It was the frat boy and the edgelords that wanted to be edgier than Hot Topic. Okay. And I've bought I've bought stuff from there. I have bought uh the same reason I go into Hot Topics, so I go I've gone and got band shirts. Spencer's has a pretty large array of band shirts and they span like rap, like old school, like Dr. Dre and shit like that, all the way up to I mean, I even saw them doing anime shirts now. That's the only reason I go into Hot Topic anymore is to look at their band shirts and to look at their uh anime shirts. And that's basically it. Cuz I can't fucking stand the Funko Pop wall anymore. I, when it comes to band shirts, I buy it. I try to buy it directly either from the record label yeah. or the band itself. Like Bandcamp you... has created the merch bar type, the section. Yeah, yeah. And you could just buy everything that you want directly from them, and they get. Did all you see the, the Kirby Funko Pop? What? Here. Oh my god. They massacred my boy. <laughs> oh Twitter's god! Twitter's having a Twitter's having a field day with it. I think this is the actual. This is the actual one. The second link is. It's so bad. It's so bad. They massacred Sakurai's baby. <laughs> Yeah, Funko Pops. And that's the thing is like, I've got some Funko Pops. I got caught up in the craze. My wife has a Funko Pop signed by uh, Nathan Fillion from Firefly. Also, Alan Tudyk. She's got one signed by Haley Atwell. She has one signed by Jeff Goldblum. Like, she's got a bunch of them. Uh, but I, I can't stand Funko Pops. You know the one Funko Pop that I really liked? It was a Funko Pop that I got very early in the Funko Pop game. Back before they made every character have to have the lifeless shark eyes, mm-hmm. uh, there was a Boba Fett. It was just a Boba Fett, and it was back when Funko Pops were bobbleheads, and it it came with a base. So I just stuck it on my dashboard, and I had a little a, a Boba Fett bo- uh, bobblehead, and it was really cool. That was my favorite uh, bob- uh, Funko Pop that I ever had. All the other ones are shit tier garbage. But and sometimes, especially with Overwatch in the beginning, it has that was no the only arms. way you could get an Overwatch. He has nothing. It has. That no was the only arms. way you could get cool Overwatch, like Overwatch figures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a over. I have a Roadhog and a Junkrat signed by the voice actors. Look, so, if you want a little figure, get a Netteroid. Uh, yeah, then yeah, the little. Uh, speaking of which, there's a Last of Us. If you want that little. I've been watching a lot of Jim Sterling lately, and he's been going ham on The Last of Us 2. Really? So <laughs> I've seen yeah, the videos, been... like, see them pop up, but I haven't watched them yet. I mean, Last of Us 2 got compared to Schindler's List. <sighs> <laughs> you need to watch that Jim Sterling video. It's uh, really good. I'll watch it. I it's legitimately really like Schindler's List. Like, that movie no, almost that's a makes great me movie. Cry. It's um, it's terribly sad, but it's such a good movie. 
But to compare it, or to have Last of Us compared to it, you can get the fuck right out that door. I so. haven't played it yet. I haven't played it, but I'm There's not going to no say way. anything. Unless you're playing a game called Schindler's List, it's not going to be comparable to Schindler's fucking list. I think and like I get, the only game that can possibly be in the same market is like Abe's Odyssey. Before the listeners try to, well, not not literally. I fucking know what they're talking about. All right, they're talking about the level of impact and cinematic. Like I'm so fucking tired of games trying to be a cinematic adventure. I watch movies for that. Give me some goofy shit. Play SpongeBob like games. Didn't that recently get like a PC or HD remaster? It, or it got a remake. Ah, shit. My brother played. That was a weird age where my brother, that's what the games he grew up on on the mm-hmm. GameCube. Like that. And what was it? He fucking, to this day, that boy is 19 years old and still says that Jimmy Neutron Attack of the Twonkies is still a good game on GameCube. And it is not. <laughs> it's bad. It's a bad game. He loves that shit. Okay. Well, what's That's our fine. last question? Get uh, this guy out of here. Anarchy reigns, rival schools, Power Stone, the list goes on. When are we going to partner up with Matt McMuscles? Because clearly he is living or invading our brainwaves. Look, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but I haven't talked to you about this, but I would wholeheartedly have him on this podcast. I would love to have him on here. We got to be somebody first. We, oh, we gotta, fuck you. I know him. I talk to him. <laughs> we got to work on us. We got to work on us before. Yeah. I mean, I think we have a lot of the same ideas that he does, but we're just not big enough right now. Yep. That's sad to say. Maybe one but day. That's the thing, too. So here's the thing. I It becomes crucial. I don't know. Knowing, knowing you and how long I've known you, you might not have ever gone down this road. But there was a time, and I see people in discords that I am in, that kind of put YouTubers that they love, like Maximilian Dude, Game Grumps, super best friends when they were together. I do it with a little bit with Continue. They get put on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where a lot of these YouTubers, you can go meet. Well, prior to the current events that are happening in the world, you could go to a con and meet these people. And I've realized after meeting, I've met Matt and Wooly. And I've met Matt multiple times. I've met Pat and Wooly a couple times. They're just people, man. They're just normal people like you and me that just happened to be in the right place at the right time with the right. They knew how to do it right. Yep. It's the same. Like, like it's it amazes me. Like, and it shouldn't amaze me. But I was like, I think I said in the Megavision Discord, I was like, oh yeah, Matt McMuscles messaged me about the takeover and all that stuff, which I still feel bad because we never did the review of it, but. Uh, and then some, I think it was Brent was like, holy shit, what? You talked to him? I was like, yeah, dude, like, I do shit for him a lot. Like, they're just people. Like, I get it. I get, I get being starstruck, but we need to take these people off the pedestal. I just don't care. Like I said, like, this is something you probably never dealt with. No, like, I don't know. I dealt with, I'm not trying to diminish anybody's work, but... I've spent time driving around fucking generals, dude, like who are actively (laughs) like you don't care, (laughs) like the inner workings of how society in America operates. Like you want you want to talk about like feeling like the little guy. Try talking to those motherfuckers. 
They yeah. they're just on a completely different level. So when I see a fucking YouTuber that made a living off of talking about his favorite games, congratulations. You, you won, won the lottery. lottery. <laughs> yeah. You got lucky, man. So I mean, it's cool too, like cuz I've talked to I mean, I've met the continue guys. I've all the people that I've met. I just talked to them and I'm like, "Yeah, I just I don't want to go crazy like, oh, my God, you guys are the reason that I live and all that because that's not what it is. And that's what you, and I told him I was like, that's not what you guys want to hear. You guys just want to say like, hey, thanks for the cool videos and shit that you do. You guys get you guys make every day a little bit shitty, a le- little bit less shittier. Yeah. And depending on who you are, they might make it shittier. I don't know. And if I but ever if I ever if we ever get to that point, I just want to be what we want to hear the I just want to have somebody come up to me while I'm in the arcade. And be like, yo, that was a dope-ass thing that you put up. And I'm like, cool, let's do a set of rival schools. Fuck and then, you, soul sucks, and then just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that'd be the end of it. And that, that's the experience that I want to have. I'm not That goes so much farther than people think. Like, it really does. Like, when we were at Too Many Games, and I was just sitting there shooting the shit with Matt. Matt. Like, I don't even like saying his full name, because it feels like I'm still putting him up on like a Matt. pedestal. But just like hanging out with Matt, like it's cool. He's and he he treated me like a normal guy too. He walked up, he's like, "Hey man, what are you doing? Like, what are you like? What are you looking for around here and all this other stuff?" It like that just that feels great. Like it, it, it really like it was awesome. I think the most genuine people that I have met are the continue guys because when I met them at the too many no at the Magfest where I first met you, I I went up to him and I was like, "Hey guys, you know I I." Thanks for what you guys do. I don't think you guys probably remember me, but I made you guys some beat art. Like, and they were like, holy shit, like three years ago, you got you made this for me, this for me, and this for me. I was like, you guys fucking remembered that? They're like, of course we did, dude. That was awesome. And that right there, I was like, that was fucking awesome, man. Like, that's the same thing. I have told you how much of a slut I am and a slut that I am to hear someone that I like, especially in a video, say my name. I still go back and watch the Super Best Friends mailbag video number one where I sent them beat art and they were fucking losing their shit. That's some narcissistic shit right there. Oh, I don't care. I don't have many (laughs) things in life, but I will take this one, man. I'm not a particularly beautiful person. I don't give a shit. But here in my... Oh, it feels so good. Feels so good. What was the question? Uh, Oh, Matt McMuscles. Yeah. Do you want to work with Matt? One day. One day. Let's work on Scrubverse and Mega Visions first, and then we'll talk. It's a little odd that the the same time we want to make, like, a video or something that, ping, he comes out with an Anarchy Reigns video, or ping, he came out with something. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's fine. So if, if anybody is, is listening, if somebody is listening, and they're relaying information back to the host... Let them know that we would love to have them on. <laughs> so, <laughs> or let me have something. Fuck. Or or just collab. We could collab on something. Let me have this. No one was talking about Anarchy Raids. Ever. Even when it came out, nobody talked about it. <laughs> There's that one video. There's that one dope-ass video that I saw. It's real good. The Super Best Friends talked about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the, I'll show it to you later. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's it's real good. It is a little it's a little weird. It's been happening with Mega Visions as well. Yep. Just seems weird. So anyway. anyway. We uh, gotta work on ourselves. 
Next question. With Sega's seemingly millionth survey they sent out to the fans that came out recently, what remaining IPs from them would you want to see make a comeback? And would you have it be a remake or a brand new sequel? Um, I don't know if you did the, the survey. I did the survey. I did not. That shit is long as fuck. That's what Scotty said. <laughs> oh my god. So they they ask you everything that's not only from Sega but from Atlas too. And they Ugh. go down the motherfucking list. Like the rabbit hole. Almost every single mainline title that was going. So they obviously didn't ask anything about Sonic because we know that there's a Sonic game that's coming out either in 2020 or 2021. Uh, I wrote an article alluding to it because there's a couple of fan games that are coming out. Um, right. That are going to be showcased at the Sonic Amateur Game Expo bullshit. Um there's there's also I, I did a bunch of shit for Mega Visions, whatever. Um Too shown hard. Yeah. <laughs> go go look at the website. Um I wanna see Shining Force. I wanna see a no shit like fire emblem style Shining Force. Yeah. Um That would be cool. Or I I would like so if I want to I want to see a new Shining Force that's a tactical RPG, or I would like to see a remake of Fantasy Star Four because I you think like Fantasy Star Four would be exceptional. No, yeah, like I feel you on the Shining Force stuff. Like that that could work. Uh, I have a list here of like the most twenty five franchises that we want to see come back. Uh, Streets of Rage is on here, but we've already gotten that one. We got Streets of Rage 4, which is fucking dope. Same with Shenmue. We got Shenmue. Uh, now that I'm looking at this number one, I c- they could make a cool Jet Set slash Jet Grind radio game with good controls. It wouldn't be on the top of my list, but I, I concur. They could do a VR of it. I'm not ready for that. It would be fucking cool if the technology was there. Yeah. Uh, if they uh, were to do the something ones... like that, the only way that I can see it being pulled off really well, uh, the U.S. Army has a training uh, system that they that utilizes VR, and they've got this platform that you put your body in and you literally walk forward. And yeah, the it's track... like a treadmill kind yeah, of thing. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, something like that maybe would work um using yeah. like an HTC Vive I think would be a little bit more difficult but I'm not really a VR person I don't know the inner workings of it I've actually been considering buying an HTC Vive um I played the VR games at uh too many games and at uh what was the other one that we played uh Magfest and they were fun okay the Groove Cru- Groove not Groove Crusader but Groove whatever it was was really fun uh, I've always wanted to play Beat Saber. This is a question for Sketch. Like, this is VR shit for Sketchcraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man loves VR. Uh, I would like to see a Knights thing, too. After seeing yeah. what night, night, You could get, like, with the games like Journey and shit like that, you could get some really cool Knights game with some good music. And, like, it would look so good. I think the last one we got was on the Wii, wasn't it? Yeah, that game's not great. It's okay. And then on my list, I don't know much about Burning Rangers, but the synopsis of Burning Rangers is you play as some dope-ass firefighters, which sounds like Promare, which I'm all for. It's a good game. So, 
It's a pretty good game. And then vir- you can do virtual on. I mean, the newer Gundam games are basically your virtual on games. Mm-hmm. Though, especially the arcade Gundam games, the ones with the guns and shit like that. The one that Connor was playing at Magfest. Yeah, that thing is dope. That's just a up to uh, virtual on. Yeah, I would also like to see Virtual Fighter make a comeback. I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, I think that, that's what H two O says in his in his question. But I I think like my biggest questions, at least on the Atlas side of the house, um, stop pushing Persona shit. The Royal already came out, and if you're going to make anything, make a fucking fighting game that actually is good. Because Persona- Wait, didn't we have a news article? Well, I mean, I wrote it, and it was Persona... <laughs> like, they're... Look, the fucking uh, Toshimori, developer of Blaze Blue, said that um, after Blaze Blue cross-tag battle, um, they're currently looking at a third season. It hasn't been released yet, but they're going to get a third season. Um, right. They are going to make a new Persona fighting game. Uh, I don't know if you remember Persona 4 uh, Arena Ultimax. I do. I am not a big fan of that game. I thought it was a fine game, but okay. I'm not huge on it. Uh, I'd I like to see what they do if they do a Persona 5 Arena. I mean, I, I'd, I'd be cool with it. But my big focus, or what I wish their focus would be, is to put out some fucking Shin Megami Tensei Five information, because the last thing that we fucking heard about was at the Switch reveal, and I think maybe in E3 where they said, oh yeah, it's still in development. Come on, dude. Still in development. Give them them some time, Chris. It's been three years! (laughs) fuck like and that goes into like the whole fucking new game plus expo i didn't fucking talk about it but like sega atlas was supposed to have a press conference going into the things that they were planning on bringing out and releasing now when they were showing off all the new games what they decided to show off what sega's like whole fucking contribution was catherine full body for the switch a game that is like what is it eight years old now yeah, it got so a how long did they it got a re-release. Thirty minutes of Catherine full body. Thirty minutes, bro. I I, I didn't I, talk about this. I earlier. tuned in. I think it was I think it was one o'clock like p.m. my time, and I tuned in. I was like, I don't care about Catherine. And then I came back like fifteen minutes later. I was like, God damn, what well, they still play Catherine? Bro, the entire chat was fuming like it got to the point where we all devolved into like posting memes i got banned for 15 minutes because i kept on posting stupid shit oh my god of course you did like it oh dude Mm, i don't like it i don't like that one bit i want to know where my fucking shin megami tensei if it got canceled i will riot i mean scalebound got canceled so get in line of rioters Along with me. Uh, H2O, of all the Sega games released in the arcade, what series would you like to see rebooted? Mine would be OutRun or Virtual Fighter. I'd feel you on Virtual Fighter. I'm with you on Virtual uh, Fighter. I recently looked up, there was some kind of House of the Dead game that came out in 2018, but I think they should do some new House of the Dead games. No, here it is. They did Scarlet Dawn, so that one came out in 2018, so I guess I can't really say House of the Dead. I don't really know... Like, I don't want to say I don't know much about Sega's uh, fucking 
Give me some more F Zero Sega uh, cabs. Make a new F Zero yeah, game like, that's only in all the Sega arcade games that I look at or are interested in are just stuff that they put on their arcade. It wasn't necessarily made by them. So like, obviously, my favorite fucking fighting game, Guilty Gear. Uh, it's on a Sega cab. They've always been on Sega cabs. Does that count? Yeah. No. Uh, if I'm talking about like something that is explicitly Sega, I don't really have an answer for that. Because a no. lot, like everyone talked about Outrun. Uh, I guess the Virtual Fighter. I'm I'm with you on that. I like me some Virtual Fighter. Sure. <laughs> I don't know enough about it either. I didn't go to the arcades enough. Like, let me see. Sega arcade games. I mean, I looked it up, and it's it. There's some weird sites. Yeah, it's Space Harrier, Outrun, Hang On, Daytona USA, Afterburner. I think Afterburner would be cool. Thunderblade, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, Fantasy Zone. I don't know, maybe like, didn't they recently come out with some kind of new Golden Axe or something like that? I don't remember. I'm not a big Golden Axe fan either. Yeah. Oh, no. That's all. That's it, though. All right. What are you up to this week? Uh, I'm still on the fence if I'm going to stream this week. Uh, if I do, I'll post. Uh, I'll have a uh, schedule posted on my Twitter. I just got to think of some games that I want to play. I unfortunately have gone back and uh, I had... Apparently, I had in-game gold on World of Warcraft, so I react. You can reactivate your account with gold, like in-game gold, with that game. So I reactivated it and I played it for a couple days. I'm just like, man, I, I don't, I don't know. I got to get back away from this. Uh, what I'm probably going to be doing is going through this Steam sale and picking up a bunch of games for the, uh, for uh, the TNBs. I almost said it wrong. And uh, for the magazine, I actually need to go through and play Doom Eternal on controller. So I'm going to have to see how that goes. Uh, but I don't know. We're probably just just whatever I'm going to feel like streaming. Like, that's really what I'm going to be doing. Uh, we'll see maybe later in the week. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe I'll be streaming a lot. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> I've got I've got something for the magazine as well. Um, it, it just felt like what they're planning on doing for this magazine was made for me. So I'm pretty excited. about. Yeah. This it's issue. just like, uh, these are like 17 articles that we need to give to Chris. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like I'm pretty dope scoped about that. Uh, outside of that, I've got a bunch of games that I have to go through. I'm probably going to play a few of them tonight. Uh, if Tiff doesn't bitch at me at, by the end of this, cause it's 12 o'clock midnight. So I'll, I'll be playing ring fit as well. I'll okay. be playing that this week as well. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out. We officially have our new logo out. Yeah. Thanks to Osenart on Twitter. The logo is everything that it, we could have wanted and more. Like it, it, it's the logo that encompasses, I think, both of us. <laughs> like it's really, really, really good. It's so fucking really, stupid. <laughs> I love it's it. It's so stupid. It's so good. Uh, and also be on the lookout. We are looking into probably Redbubble. Uh, we're going to check it out. Uh, by the time this podcast goes up, we might have a listing on there, but we are looking to sell shirts of the logo. 
we've actually paid extra for the merchandising rights. So we have that. And I also saw that Redbubble has face masks. So I'm fucking getting a Scrubverse face masks. <laughs> totally. And we, we finally made it. It took us a year, but we fucking have merchandise. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you'd like to check that out, uh, you can probably go check out the Twitter. Whenever it's officially up, we'll probably post something on the Twitter. And the best thing is to just join the Discord because you'll know exactly when it goes up there. So yep. that's basically all we've got on that. And I haven't shilled this in a while, but definitely vote on iTunes for us. We've got one five-star review. What? Uh, Was it you? No. <laughs> I didn't do that shit. Was it Tiff? No. We don't, we don't do Apple. Get the fuck out of here. That's true. Uh, somebody somebody feels, gave us a five-star review, so that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, review us. on. It doesn't matter what your review is on. The more people that review, you give us one star, I'll still show up on the fucking top 100. So just it's true. vote for us. Okay, that's... I'll that's show you a nipple. I'll show you a nipple. <laughs> once I on get my, my Pornhub stream. Once I get my Pornhub uh, contract, <laughs> we'll do this, boys. Oh, that's what I'm going to have to bring back the old Tornado Jones 69 logo, the <laughs> username. That's what Tornado Jones used to be. Back when I created it, when I was like 17 years old, it was Tornado Jones 69. So y'all be on the lookout for on Pornhub if you see Tornado Jones 69. That is, that's your boy right there. All right, then. Well, all right. I, I'm going to go play games. I'm going to go... I'm just going to go sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Goodbye.